0: Oh man, guys, smell that! Yeah, here, hold it up to the microphone so I can smell it, Joel. That's
1: that's incredible. That's all nice. <laughs> <laughs> ASMR. Oh
0: yeah,
2: oh, oh, yeah. Oh, that's really the good the stuff.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what am
2: I gonna do with this in the edit? <laughs> oh my god! I'm sorry, I'm sorry, man. <laughs>
3: Up, y'all, welcome to that reload podcast. I'm your host Joel. Sitting across from me is our resident cook Jeremy, the kitchen white law. Nah. sitting across from him is our pit master and producer, Mr. Matt Farr. Levels, levels, and last but not least, sweet and sassy, sometimes salty, Miss Stacy. Hey guys, all right, guys, what's going on? Hadn't talked to you guys in a week, it's been crazy. <laughs> yep, yep,
2: yep. Let's get this pour going. Let's get this pour going. Let's get this pour going. That nobody got.
1: Yeah.
0: It's weak. Whatever.
2: All
1: right. <laughs> the night is young and we're all thirsty.
0: Joel, it it was a pretty weak joke. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so. Oh, I haven't I haven't even poured mine yet. You guys are like ready to go.
1: Oh yeah. So ours Jeez. is a fresh crack. So we we've been letting it ooh. air out. Um,
3: yeah. So it's, for a uh, few, or an hour. Or two. So for everybody's listening right now, the title of this show. So nobody else can change it. It's going to be bullshit and bourbon. And, we're totally uh, changing it. Like my <laughs> <friends>. <laughs> <laughs> We or me. Uh, but w- we're not doing a porn on the podcast or anything like that. We are going to be talking a lot of things bourbon. And uh, right now we've got a lovely pour of... Mr. McFar, you want to tell us what we're drinking? Uh,
0: we're
2: drinking Eagle Rare. Just straight up normal Eagle Rare 10-year 90 proof, right?
1: Yep. Yes.
0: Wait, you guys didn't get out your bottle of Double Eagle Extra Rare? That's what... I got out.
3: Oh. oh
1: now that's locked up. In Missed the, safe. the memo. <laughs> that, that's yeah. a secret. Missed that a $30,000 memo. But yeah. yeah, Eagle Rare. Super, used to find it all the time on the shelves. Now it's a little more rare. Um, age 10 years, <laughs> we've all got it in the glass.
3: Whose joke was worse, Jeremy? Hers or mine? Just then. Oh, uh, when Stacey tries to tell jokes, I
0: usually just kind of zone out, um, so I didn't even hear it. Um,
3: What? What a dick. And
1: I'm holding my glass out because I'm ready for a drink.
3: Cheers, assholes. All right. Cheers. Sorry. Okay. Mm.
1: We're drinking it neat. Ooh, that's solid.
2: Mm. That's
1: good for a 90 proof. You know, sometimes when you think 90, it's on the lower side. Um, That's got a lot of body.
0: I am a big fan of Eagle Rare. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, you guys were talking about having it on the podcast and I was like, I already have it downstairs like at the podcasting table like ready to go
3: cuz like <laughs> I just keep it here. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy, man. It it's a I think it's a very good pour. And especially for the proof it is, it hangs out with you a little more than, you know, some of the other 90 proofers.
2: Yeah, I think it's a good pour if you can find it at like $30. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I, don't I think know the MSR a lot more than that for it. I think the MSRP is thirty five. <laughs> okay, thirty five. I'm not. Yeah, I, I think a lot of times when you find it, it's marked up to like fifty bucks, yeah. sixty bucks on the shelf. I wouldn't pick it up at that just because there's other stuff at that price. I'd rather have. And like we'll talk about Knob that Creek later. Twelve. Yeah,
3: hundred yeah. percent. Well, hell, Knob Creek Twelve. Good luck finding that crap. Yeah, What's right. What
0: you do? It's, it's usually about sixty bucks. Wow. Well, so I paid seventy for the one I grabbed down in Florida. What inflated for. prices? Or Stacy paid 70 for the one I got down in Florida
1: <laughs> or Stacy spent Joel's money for you to buy it down in Florida. So you see that sitting on the shelf at 45 bucks would you recommend someone to snag it because I would
0: If you don't have a bottle, I would recommend it mm-hmm. and if it was at 40 bucks I would grab it <sighs>
2: this yeah. and I have
1: three
3: bottles of yeah. Eagle rare correct Eagle rare yeah yeah, yeah it's
1: yeah you see it I would snag it It smells
3: really good man.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I don't know. I'm just not a huge, huge fan. I think for the money, I would probably rather have like a Wild Turkey 101. Mm. And it's probably on the shelf right below it for less money.
3: <laughs> oh, well, it's for the definitely. price, you could have
2: two Wild Turkey
3: 101s. <laughs> yeah, you, you can get, <laughs> get Wild two Wild Turkey, turkey 101. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I'm, I I feel you on that. Wild but,
1: Turkey two for one.
3: But I think <laughs> yeah. I think with Eagle Rare, it turns into a palate preference because it's a very clean, like almost perfumey floral
1: I got a little coconutty out of it.
3: Yeah, I mean, like you know, like it's it's a sweeter bourbon, and I think it's just it's got its own place. Um,
1: and it's, it's, does not, anyone, it's, not,
3: it's not that big caramel bomb, like you know, you don't normally get.
0: Does anyone know off the top of their head which Mash Bill um, Eagle Rare comes from? No, I don't. I think it's the same Mash Bill as
2: Buffalo Trace and E H Taylor. I'd have to double check.
1: But it is a little. It's a lot handsomer of a bottle that in the Wild Turkey 101. Not that there's anything wrong with the Wild Turkey 101. It does look good, but it is a very clean-looking bottle. So, Anyways, outside of the pour...
3: Christmas was saved in February, guys.
0: Oh, I just looked it up. Hold on a second. Um, It is the uh, Buffalo Trace, Matt, Buffalo Trace, Buffalo Trace. Good grief. You got one wow. you're already slurring, <laughs> Guys, uh, Carnival. for the listeners at home, we're recording in the evening for the first time in a while. It's like an hour past my bedtime already. So he started drinking
1: again a few nights ago. Yeah, I
0: know. It's a downhill slope. Anyways, it is mash build number one, which is low rye, 10% or less. And you're correct, Matt. Uh, Buffalo Trace is also in this one, the EH Taylor line. Um, so stag all those. Look at Matt.
1: All
3: Matt
2: favorites. Hey, hey this is my first pour since uh, January ended.
1: Oh, nice. Wow.
3: you wow. Denver and yeah.
1: So yeah. why was uh, Christmas saved in February?
3: Christmas was saved in February. I pissed my brother off pretty bad uh, back in November because uh, y'all know me. I like to prep, those kind of things. And back in November, this uh, Instagram ad came up and it was like, level three. Bulletproof plates, you know, bulletproof vests with to, with the plates, ninety nine dollars, and I'm like, oh my god, click click click, you know. So I how bought, much are those normally? Is ninety nine dollars a good all, deal? I have a no. lot, lot more. Yeah, yeah. hundreds. So, so now, hang on, I'm getting to this. Uh, I bought two, I bought two sets, so that's that's four plates and two vests, and I'm thinking, yeah, we set, you know. Did you look at the picture? It looks good. It's all tactical, and you know, looking good and all that jazz. I didn't check any of the specs. Now, okay. how I pissed my brother off is the next day I go to work and I'm like Jared you gotta get these that's a great deal he goes are you croissanting kidding me and I'm like what? He's like, you just ruined Christmas. That's what I got you for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Which is
2: probably why it was being advertised to you. Cause he's for, looking at it.
3: <laughs> probably. So then I'm like, well, here's what I'm like, I'm sorry. You know, it's like this black Friday deal. Couldn't pass it up. You know, the world's going to end <laughs> January 1st. But anyways, mm-hmm. uh, so I show him the picture then He goes, Oh, he goes, what I got you is way better than that. And he goes, do you still want it? I'm like, well, I still, well, I told myself, well, I still want it. It's a, Give me those things. So they were on- So was
1: he just got you just the plates, not the actual vest? He
3: got me just the plates. But so this company was on crazy back order. Beginning of January hits, about two weeks in- he hands me his the plate. The plates come in. He gave me plates and trauma pads, which is trauma pads is a, is a pad that goes behind the, the, the curved chest plate that if a bullet does get through or shrapnel or something does happen to peek through, the trauma pad catches it. So it's a little extra. It's like additive. a Kevlar or something. Yeah, and it covers my entire chest. You know what I'm saying? From the bottom of the ribs, up above my heart, lungs, mm. all that jazz. Awesome. Nice plate. Um, two weeks later, I get the I get I finally get my order in,
1: which is going to have my vest in it.
3: Yeah, it's going to have her vest in it, ready to rock and roll. Open the freaking box. These freaking plates are literally this big. Hmm. They fit my children. They fit does my. They don't, they don't. Joel no, it, is it holding it up that, his hands about the
0: size of like a not even a dinner plate. It's pretty maybe small. Nine, it, it's not even a. Rec-
3: yeah, no. Maybe nine inches at the widest point. Um, if that it doesn't. That should cover be more my, than enough to cover you. And I
1: have it healthy chest
3: (laughs) maybe this dick okay maybe this dick now (laughs) nine inches
1: I I have a healthy chest and there's no way that this thing is gonna cover anything like at all like it just sets in between my boobs I might cover half
3: of one of each stage's areola (laughs) areola. (laughs) (laughs) protect the cleavage she'll make
0: like a bikini out of them I need
1: two plates one for each side so good thing I got four this literally fits our kids Mm. But
3: no, it doesn't oh. cover my heart. Doesn't cover the other side of my lung. Like, yeah, it's, it's literally only covers center mass. That's all it will cover. And like your sternum. It's so covering
1: I, your sternum.
3: Christmas is saved because if he hadn't got me those plates, I would have been super pissed about these plates that I freaking got and spent ninety nine bucks a set on.
0: Next time we get together, are we gonna like go super troopers? Or are we go in your backyard? Yeah. You put on the vest, and we get to take shots at you to see how good it is. Only if I can wear it like a diaper. Yeah, I yeah. mean obviously, 100%. I mean, that's exactly the size. It's only it. nine inches.
3: Like, it's
1: like a loincloth <laughs> it,
3: it is. Well, for me, it is, you know, because <laughs> the bush is so big. No, um, outside of that, though, uh, those plates that I got, dude, the plates that he got me will stop a three oh, or supposedly will stop a three oh eight high power rifle. Oh, wow. Yeah, big boy plates. They are heavy as shit, though. I would not be able to run fast. <laughs> i guess got to stand the ground. That's all I can do. You have to wait,
2: uh, do wait. some more time on the Peloton before you'll be able to run with them. <laughs> I was going to say, can, can you run fast
3: without them, though? <laughs> I'm pretty faking fast, man. I almost said the F word. man. I stopped myself. I'm pretty, I'm pretty fast. Not for long distances. Short bursts. Sprinting. You know
1: how that is. That yeah. gummit. <laughs>
2: <laughs> a <second. laughs> it's a sprint, not a marathon no, no, Where, where we 30 at
3: seconds or less <laughs> Always within the first 20 minutes of the episode I get a, a short sex joke from my wife <laughs> Alright What do y'all want to talk about?
0: Oh. Hold on, Matt, Matt brought it up I want our,
3: uh, our weekly grill and pedo update Ah, yes um, So, doing well So, last time we, we uh, recorded a podcast um, I was one up on Swiss with the bourbon bet for the thing. There we go. I missed that day and the next day. Uh-oh. So, I've missed a total of 4 days in my out of the entirety we've been doing this. Luckily, his ass missed those 2 days too. So, I'm still <laughs> one up. But <laughs> he I messaged him. He was like Thank you, Jesus. I'm so glad you missed those. He was going to cash it in, man. But he's been he's a uh, he's been on the peloton every day this week so far since I've told him I'm only one up still.
1: Yeah, because he's like I need to keep up because so now it's know. a race.
3: Hmm. How,
0: how long does this bet go on for? What's the end date? Thirty days. So it's going to end. I think this
1: is like day 20.
3: Yeah, so ten more. Oh, days. Okay. Roughly,
1: this is day 20. So we'll get I think.
3: another update. Yep. There I just you got, go. a, I got yep. a power through, man. So. And I'm getting
1: now- back in the saddle tomorrow. Um, also, got some running shoes that I've been testing out in the neighborhood. So. Yep.
0: Cool. Yeah. Now, have, does the other person get to pick the bourbon you get them, or do you pick the bourbon for them? It's any bottle that I want that's a hundred dollars or less. Ooh. So, do you have the bottle picked out that you want? To, well, that you want to get
3: yet? Not yet. No. No. Okay. I don't want to count. I didn't want to count my chickens before they hatch. So when I get where, I, with I'm the home stretch, I'll start picking out bottles.
2: I don't know, Joel. I hear Wild Turkey one-on-one's pretty good, so uh, <laughs> I can't want to go ahead and put your note in with those. Swiss.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. why well, yeah. don't you say you, you want like you five get, like, of five
0: them. bottles. Yeah. <laughs>
1: that's
2: <laughs> true.
0: That's true. You probably get like four 1.75s if you wanted to. <laughs>
1: there you go. you just like, ah. Yeah, that's what I want.
3: <laughs> I, hey, but uh speaking of, of of expensive bottles. Winner, winner. Yeah, chicken dinner. This chick right here um during the Super Bowl Put, so, us, yeah. put us on a bourbon board. Go ahead.
1: So, um, you know, those football boards where you could buy a square or whatever and you can gamble for some money. So, in our local, uh, f- smaller local bourbon group, um, a guy from his collection decided that he was going to give away 12 of his bottles. So we all bought, um, squares. I bought two squares. I got the numbers. I wasn't really happy with them. Um, the numbers were one and nine and nine technically usually is not the greatest number, um, on a football board. But what he did was you had 12 opportunities to win one of his bottles and they were excellent, um, uh, list of bottles. So, dabbled with it. Um, and then, according to whatever you, like, whatever the quarter was or how it played out, you would, like, win your spot as to who would make the first pick, second pick. I got, I won the top two picks.
3: Dude, I was losing my shit.
1: Yeah, so my brother was never, on the board too and so he was like, I think, I think you got this. You got the you're, you're gonna get a second bottle too. And luckily, third quarter and fourth corner were the same score and I won picks one and pick two.
3: I don't. Uh, I don't ever win anything, which is she won them. So that's part of the course. But yeah. uh, just the fact that we were in it, uh, I didn't even care about the the other football boards squares we were in with the, for actual freaking money. I just wanted these damn bottles. When I once I saw the list of what was up for grabs, I started texting Matt. and I'm like, "What do you think about this?" You know? And, it, and
1: yeah, so like on the list there was Elijah Craig Barrel Proof, Stag Junior Batch Twelve. Um, there was Weller Full Proof, Weller Full Proof, Weller Antique, Weller Twelve Year, Blanton's. Um, you know, just Midwinter Nights Dram, Old a, a few of those. And then Old Kirk and Blood Oath pack Six, which were ones that I had n- never had my hands on, never tried before. Um, I was really, really tempted to get the Stag mm-hmm. Junior yeah. because I love Stag so much. Um, and then, of course, you cannot go wrong with an Elijah Craig barrel proof. But I was so intrigued with the Old Kirk and this Blood Oath. Uh, one thing that was keeping me away from not wanting the Blood Oath one was because it is a finished... Um, bourbon in uh, cognac casks Uh, and it's like 98.6 proof which typically I know we're sipping on a 90 proof right now but typically we like the hundreds and up Um, but it comes in this sexy looking box secondary pricing on it was excellent and I'd heard really really great things texted Matt texted our buddy Wildcat texted my brother and said here's the list what would you pick every one of those guys said Old Kirk
3: so that being said we're watching the damn game, watching Tom Brady. He's freaking, you know, putting on a damn clinic. The Tampa Bay defense is just relentless. Mahomes ain't got nothing, can't do anything. I'm not even paying attention to it. And then we start rounding to the end of the third quarter. We have like, it's 31 to nine. Then we're watching, we're going, oh, there's like two minutes left. Okay. Like, it's 31 on. to nine. And freaking here comes uh, Kansas City. They're driving down the damn field. Well, Stacy goes, I get a text from her brother. You got it. We're like, what the hell? We didn't. I was like, I we, don't have it we yet. Were, we he was by, like, No, you got it. We were behind on the. <laughs> we were behind on the damn show. I had to fast forward three minutes, and we had to.
1: <laughs> yeah, and so I get text. I get a notification from Facebook that says, um, you know, third quarter, Stacy Licklider. and I thought wait a minute, they're already like claiming me as the winner and it's not even over. And I go, Joel, mm. is it live? This and he hit good. that live button and you know, who doggy doggy. So, <laughs> met the guy today, long story woo, short. doggy doggy. Yeah, woo yeah. doggy doggy doggy. Uh, met the guy today, super awesome. Um, he said, you got some good bottles and I've got them in hand. I can't wait to crack them. She
3: you, you didn't mention that. It stayed. It stayed thirty-one to nine throughout the entirety of the fourth quarter. Yeah. So if you want, if you had the same, if you had the the number at the end of the damn game, you got first pick. So we got first and second pick out of all those damn bottles.
1: And do you know which bottle was picked last out of all twelve of those? I, I rattled off a bunch. Uh, Blends. No.
0: Matt.
2: Mm, Elijah Craig.
1: Yeah. Elijah Craig. Really? Yeah.
2: It's kind of a sleeper, I think. I think that people associate Elijah Craig with small batch, which is kind of inexpensive. And like it's kind of Yeah. Yeah. And so they don't realize that barrel proof yes. is a 12 year bourbon that's a higher proof. It's almost like bourbon syrup. It's really delicious.
3: so, it so good. It's incredible. kind of a sleeper.
1: Yeah. Some of the guys on there were like, I cannot believe that that was the last bottle to be picked. So I
3: really wanted that Elijah Craig barrel proof, but it's uh, with bourbon. We got you, uh, you got to try new things. You know, can't just stick to the same shit all the time. And this is something we never had. And I tell you, this old Kirk is 132.1 proof. Ooh. So I'm super excited about that. And then the Blood Oath was about 98.
1: Yeah, and so, yeah. like, the Elijah...
2: I'm sorry, go ahead. So, the, it was funny that you were asking me about the Old Kirk because I think I told you guys, like, one of my local stores here is, like, organizing this really strict rules around their allocation of Old Kirk. Like, it's, like, only one per person. They're making sure that, like, two people don't come in and pay with the same card, even. Like, it has to be different cards for different transactions. Like, they're... It's... I've never seen anybody be this crazy about... Wow. How they're letting this stuff trickle out the door, and so I started doing some research on it, and it was apparently distilled by Willet, and it's mm-hmm. the same mash bill and juice that's in the Willet with the purple foil, which is uh, supposedly like the family reserve that's really difficult to find and super delicious. So well, I'm I'd- looking forward to hearing what you guys have to say about it.
1: No, you're gonna taste it, brother.
2: Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, taste is it. is
0: Old Kirk a rye?
3: No. I don't think. I gonna get the damn Because
0: the, the purple foil is a rye, isn't it not? Yeah, I think it is. Hang on a minute, guys. We'll go grab the so bottle. It, <laughs> go <laughs> get it. Um, but I'm going to say, like... It, <laughs> I was it, like, if it has the same juice as a rye, would that not make it a rye <laughs> <itself>?
1: <laughs> If it acts like a dike, walks like a dike. Um, but actually, when I saw that list, I said, Joel, I said, I've heard nothing but good things about Old Kirk. I've got to get it. You know, as, as good like as the, the Elijah Craig thing. barrel proof is, I know that my homegirl, Brittany, will be able to hook me up, you know, with a 2021 barrel proof. I know I'll be able to get my hands on something like that. But this old Kirk, when are we going to get another opportunity so no, to get this,
3: this? This is not a riot. It says straight bourbon whiskey.
0: Okay.
2: So, um, what? It, I just looked back up the thread. It's a Reddit thread on it. It says... Tennessee will probably be the only state to see these bottles. This was distilled at Willett. Every barrel is six years and nine months. My understanding is this was made. This was made and dedicated bourbon for a project that didn't pan out. Willett had the barrels, and I don't believe they were allowed to sell them under their brand, so they sold them off to the highest bidder these were supposed to be in the realm of purple top quality. So maybe it's not the same mash bill as the purple top, but it's uh, supposed to be up there as far as quality goes.
3: All right. Gotcha. Very exciting. It's very exciting to think about, but I want to say this, a little bourbon uh, thing. I think I sent it to you guys, a little article. I don't know if it was the Jim Beam master distiller or the wild turkey master distiller, but one of them was talking about what was their favorite age for bourbon. And they were saying six to eight years. And, Mm -hmm. you know, and they, but they even said, you know, 10 and 12 years, they're, they're great. But then once you start getting up into like those 14s and 15s and even eight, you know, 18 year old bourbons, they said, they're so oaky. Like you lose, you're losing the sugar and you're just, it's like, you're, you're just pulling all the wood out. And he said, they're, and they're dark and thick and syrupy and all that jazz. And uh, so, which makes me start making me think about, you know, what I like. And like Booker's, for instance, that's one of my favorite, favorite bourbons. And I think everything that I like to drink is between six and 12 years old.
2: Yeah, I think the Russells from Wild Turkey have sort of famously had that same stance that six to eight years old is about kind of what they target. They just don't really see much need for anything much older than that. So that's why older Russells or Wild Turkey releases are kind of so hard to come by just because they don't really believe in them.
0: Yeah. And I think everything kind of has its place. Like you're not going to want to drink a 20 year old bourbon every night. That's just going to be a little much, but if you know, these 90 proofers, these younger ones, they have a lot more going on with them. They don't have that incredible depth of flavor. Not going to cost you thousands of dollars per bottle. Right. So I think that plays a big factor in it. It's so, like just the drinkability of it, you know?
3: Yeah. Now I will say they did preface that they, some of them turn out. Okay. Um, So that when when they're aging a bourbon past that that time frame, they'll they'll keep tasting it. As soon as they get that hint of okay, I think it's when you know they'll pull them at that point. Mm -hmm. And uh, but if they got one, they're going oh this is this is still doing something here. They'll let it ride a little longer or whatnot.
1: I think as nice of a bottle as this is, and and you know juice that's inside, I want to enjoy that you know in person over a nice a five wagyu. Amen. To that. I was gonna
2: say you need to pair it with some beef.
1: Yeah, you know, I think that'll be a fantastic feast for us. And
3: too. I hope it lives up to the hype because there's a difference in it being really good and just being really rare. Mm-hmm. The fact that this, mm-hmm. the fact that this is only a uh, bottle I've 63 things, of 139 but... bottles that were bottled. Mm-hmm. Um, you know that's uh, makes it very rare, and the fact that you can only get it potentially or whatever, if that article correct, in this state. Um, I hope it lives up to the. The hype.
1: And like I said, you know, I've heard nothing but good things about it, but you can hype stuff up and it can make it taste a lot better when you know that, you know, there's a giant hoopla around it. So
2: Yeah, you want it to taste good. Yeah, you're right?
1: like, oh, yeah, shit, you yeah, that's good. That's what yeah. everybody says. <laughs> Joe knows.
3: That's well, the,
2: why blind tastings are so fun.
1: It is.
3: Yeah. And the good thing is, too, about this, which you know, when you go drop a big, like a Benji or you drop a, you know, a bunch of money on a bourbon, that's drop a, a clam. That's cl- yeah, one solid clam. That's supposed to be good. Um, you, your mind placebos yourself a little bit and makes it want to be good. But when we have $16 in this bottle right here.
1: Yeah. The, the squares were 16 bucks a piece and I bought two squares. And on so That's pretty cool.
3: Yeah. So, yeah. Sec- secondary market this bottle cool. <laughs>
1: Look at me over here.
3: <laughs> throw my ovaries on the table. table. I'd give yeah. you $17 for it. I'll <laughs> oh, okay, I got I'll raise $17.
2: Ovaries you to 17.50.
3: 1750.
0: <laughs> All right. <laughs> Anyways, all right. You guys anything uh, spe- we'll talk about? Yeah. Speaking of fermentation, uh, I'm done with my carnivore diet, so I'm ready to get my sourdough program back up and going. Oh, shit. And Stacy, you know where this is going. I do. I really want to <laughs> update on your sourdough program. What's going on?
1: Honest to God, I'm really, I had it on my list. I had it on my list. I'm really excited to say last night, um, had a little bit of downtime towards the end of my night at work, really went through my book. Found the page, read up on all my terminologies and everything. And I've got to say, I'm ready to start my starter.
0: We've heard this
3: for for years now.
1: But it hasn't been done yet. I worked. I worked. I to save lives. We'll do it this weekend. Yeah I'll make, so. her,
3: I'll make her do it this weekend
1: Yeah, Because I, okay. I Yeah I'm cause he's you. the man of the house You that's know right. how that works yeah, That's right I'm
3: gonna you know uh, get, Take my belt off pants You know what I'm saying and, He's gonna
1: say Listen here Woman yeah, Make me that some... Start that in
3: Wait what are you doing With the belt Whipping her ass Hell <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, yeah so I
3: wondered if that's What you were getting at
1: Yeah that's what he's saying
3: Yeah uh, No I'll just take my pants off
1: You're gonna be the next morning <laughs> <where> that, Also
0: <laughs> that You just Wanted start, your pants to fall start down
2: Start
3: on
1: this woman <laughs>
0: <laughs> He needs some room For his waist To eat all that bread
4: me <laughs> a yeah, mis- de-
3: <laughs> yeah. We're, we're derailing fast um no, no, well one.
1: speaking of taking your pants off we did have a pretty successful date night the other night um <laughs> i wanted to update you guys that taco truck out there in kingston pike you know food snobs over here effing delicious these were mm-hmm. incredible tacos uh, incredible methods to it we actually did our own rendition last night uh last night i made um no, not last night, the night before. Yeah. I made a Asian slaw with a dressing, and then Good. I made a Korean barbecue sauce. Um, I made some chipotle crema um, and stuff, and we did our own uh, form of tacos there. But also, I'll update you. We did get a flight of bourbon, and we chose the rabbit hole yeah. uh, flight. Um,
3: and in? Then- it was delicious. It no, was, I'm just kidding. It, uh,
1: it was delicious, but I I would have I, I was expecting on, more. Before we talk
3: about that, I want to roll back to the tacos.
1: Okay.
3: Uh, so I have met when we were, we were on our little date night. I met a buddy of mine, and uh, you know, and he, we get, we got the talking or whatever. He he's a little buzzed up. I was a little buzzed up. So we were talking. About he's food actually a listener
1: all, of the podcast and all this
3: stuff. Yeah, my boy BJ. If you are listening, buddy, and um, but he was telling me that yeah his tacos are the best, and I'm like, well, what do you do? And he says he gets the beef in the skillet and he basically creates a massive smash burger. And he gets So just
1: flattens the meat all the way as down. Can, as
3: soon as he can and he gets the uh, it gets super crispy on the bottom. Like the crispy bits, yeah. 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 <laughs> and then he
1: flip they flip it like a pancake or in sections until they can crisp up the other side. Then they break it up and put it in their shells.
3: So I tried it and I'm not going to lie, dude, it was freaking fire. It is so good. The the texture that it brought was really good.
1: Like crispy ground beef. Yeah. Almost. And so that that was It was really, really delicious. Uh, We threw on some uh, sauteed onions and peppers and some lettuce and then the the jalapeno, I'm sorry, not the jalapeno crema, the uh, chipotle crema and then like a red sauce.
0: I want to know what kind of uh, taco bread uh, BJ uses. Oh, it's going to be straight
3: flour. Come on now. I don't know. Flower. BJ or CJ? <laughs> no, I don't know BJ. I don't know. What's so his name? So CJ's,
1: CJ's Tacos is the taco truck. He uses a white corn. Oh, no, your friend. Our friend is BJ. I don't know what yeah. he uses. We yeah. didn't ask him. I didn't ask but him. But CJ's does a um, pan-fried tortilla. <laughs> so they use a white uh, corn tortilla, and they kind, he cooks it on like a, a Camp Chef flat top where he kind of angles it, where he, you kind of pull up the oil. Um, crisps mm-hmm. it, gets it doused in the oil, folds it, and then kind of crisps it up. So you've got like a little crispy outside, but it's still soft and Cheek. pliable.
2: So chewing inside. I think it's when you're making tacos on it, it's officially called a plancha,
1: right? A plancha.
0: I thought right? a palancha was uh, slightly curved, kind of like a, um, a not like a walk curve, but like has like a small just, curve just to it. Just roll with it, Jeremy. Just roll and with it. And it's round. No, no, no. <laughs> I think it, specifically because like you're talking about with the oil, because like the oil pools in the center, so they can kind of fry a little bit in the center, but then you have a flat top all around the edges spot. to kind of, no. but it's, it's it's a very shallow bowl
3: Yeah, to, he does to my knowledge. I watched Homeboy's... Uh, food truck video and it's legit just a griddle top that he's got angled up to the oil pulls in the back
1: yeah so he'll he'll yeah. douse it pull it back up like jeremy said into the dry spot kind of crisp it up get it back wet again and uh but it's a fire way of doing it it was absolutely delicious then we had our digestive.
3: that's right
1: that was the rabbit hole um so, before we had only had the cave hill and then there was the uh, yeah, there was so, three other ones so i bought a bottle
2: i've had the derringer it's the one that i've had which yeah. is the
1: rye?
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. yes, the rye. Yeah,
2: and
1: yeah. then I had
0: the Cave ca- Cave Hill one. Which Which is the weeded, weeded one?
1: That's probably my f- that one. N- I've
0: had, yeah, Cave no Cave th- Cave Hill is a straight bourbon.
1: That was my favorite. Uh, w-
0: which is the one you have at your house, Cave Hill? Yeah, th- that's the one I had. The four, uh, oh, the four grain. That's what it is. Four and it's grain, like ninety five
1: proof or ninety three right. proof. Yeah, proof? Right. Uh, mm-hmm.
3: yeah. Uh, it, that was very good. That
1: was the best one, other than the finished one, which was like the dare the, or something. Uh, you know, I mean,
3: no. So Matt, you've had Derringer, right? Mm-hmm. That's the sherry cask one, and then there is. is it? I thought it was just a super high rye mash bill. No, the know. the high rye is boxer grail. Mm-hmm. And then there's um, ha- hairy gold. I believe it's called <laughs> hair gold. Shut up! Isn't it high gold? Uh, oh, Let <laughs> me spare that. Spare it. Spell it. Spare it. <laughs> you get it? Hair <laughs> rabbit. It's h e it's h e i g High gold. Yeah. I don't know why there's an R yeah, there. High gold. <laughs> <laughs> Harry gold. gold. I, can't, I need some spectacles or something. <laughs> that Harry gold. Spectacles? <laughs> what are you, a uh, colonial boy? <laughs> I guess so. So, uh, but yeah. Anyway, so it's, uh, they're all, the thing I dislike about Rabbit Hole, the thing I like is they have it's a very good, like, like the Cave Hill, for instance, it's got like a peanut buttery upfront flavor. What I don't like about it is that out of all four of the bottles, they're all right around the same proof. So you're not getting uh, yeah. that, like they're all right there in that mid mid to low nineties, and so you're not getting a lot of diversity, in my opinion, with the flavors. Like you get little hints and stuff, but overall, which I haven't had, which well, hell, even with the rye, I couldn't really tell much of a difference in it.
1: Yeah, so in my opinion, um, they were good. They are all good bottles. If someone poured that for me, I would have no problem enjoying it.
3: There's no it. minus envelope glue bourbon. There's no bourbon yeah. that is a bad bourbon.
1: Yeah, I go to your house and you pour that for me. I'm going to enjoy it. For the price, am I going to keep going out and grabbing it? No. Um, we did follow that flight up with one pour that we split. Uh, mm. Actually, the flights were very small pours, like maybe an ounce pour so there wasn't much to it so we decided we were going to get one more pour we split it and it was old forester 1920 so freaking good amazing have y'all had that
2: i, I can't not. remember if it's 1920 or 1910 1910 that i have the bottle of is 20 the one that's 115 proof or is yeah. that 1910? yes yeah it-
1: 1920
2: yeah i have had that and uh even one of my buddies when he was first telling me about it he's like it's a He said it was a cherry Coke bomb is the way that it tasted.
3: It's so good. That's the sugar I was getting off of. Yeah, yeah. it
1: it is just a solid pour. And, you know, following up from that flight and then we were sipping on that, highly, highly recommend that one.
3: Yeah, 100%. Matt, how's, uh, how's everything going at the Homestead, bro? Good? Yeah. That wasn't, a, that wasn't a loaded question. What a, what a, a rich question. subject. To, like, hey, what I are we house, talking about? I don't know. Type of I don't leave my house. I was sitting here, I'm, I'm drinking and I was thinking about Harper and Julie. I want to know yeah. how they were. Yeah. Everybody's good. Everybody's okay.
2: good. Harper's asleep right now. Julie, Julie, uh, <laughs> let me do the podcast. No, I don't want to say she let me do the podcast. She late, did, but she allowed, allowed you to do it. It's been my responsibility to put Harper down uh, because Julie gets up with her early in the morning. So we we traded off this time. I'm gonna to have to do the morning shift at some point uh, as a return favor, and I'm not looking forward to that. So, hey, it's all just so you that. know, that's how much I love you guys.
1: Oh, <laughs> that's a sacrifice. I mean, it yeah. really is. It's all about the ebb and flow, man. You got to give and go,
3: and uh-huh. all that jazz. The so. give and the take. Well, let's take a break, and on the other side, we're gonna catch up a little bit with some current events that have been happening here lately. So, stick with us, and we'll see you on the other side. This episode of That Reload Podcast is brought to you by Halteman Family Meats. For the full butcher shop experience without leaving your home, visit HaltemanFamilyMeats.com.
1: So we are back from the break and on a somber note, you know, as a child, you know, when I used to wake up and get ready for school every day, every day having breakfast, I would watch Saved Mm -hmm. by the Bell. Saved by the Bell, one of my favorite TV shows. Um, And of course, as everybody knows, Screech passed away. Uh, Soinks! No, that's Scooby. That's, <laughs> shaggy. that's Shaggy, shaggy. Scooby. Yeah. No. Shaggy Screech, they're kind of the same, yeah. right? So, you know, I love Screech as the character. Um, over the years, Dustin Diamond didn't really have the greatest reputation. Uh, I read the book that he put out about behind the scenes with Saved by the Bill. Um, but, you know, it is really sad. He was diagnosed with cancer, and within three weeks he was gone. That's terrible. Um, one of the things that I thought that was pretty neat was... Uh, his one of his dying wishes was to go to uh Disney World and see what is it, Galaxy's Edge?
3: Star Wars thing, Well yeah. yeah, so didn't make it. That's cool. Um,
1: what my point oh. in yeah. <laughs> that's a
3: horrible story.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Why would you tell us that? <laughs> <laughs>
0: dying his dying wish was to do dying? this thing, he didn't I do it. I told you on uh, a somber <laughs> note. Here I am. <laughs> hey,
3: then he died. But no.
1: <laughs> what I thought was interesting was. He struggled in his acting career. Not that he wasn't a great actor. We, we all loved him in his character, but he was typecast. Yes. He was typecast. People were not able to hire him for other jobs because all they saw was Screech. And that's all the public sees. Like, you see him. Ooh, it's Screech.
2: You guys watch the, uh, what is the show on Amazon that has uh, Jim from The Office in it? Oh, Jack Ryan. Um, Jack Ryan. Yeah, it's Jim as a secret agent. Hey, so, I think he's kind of got the, John Krasinski. He's kind of got the same thing going you on. You
1: think he's got like a type, uh, typecast?
3: I think he's always going to be Jim from know. the office. But I, the thing I, no, is, he on. was
1: in that movie
3: The Quiet Place. Have you seen The Quiet Place? No, in that That's Benghazi scary. movie. That, that changed me on Jim from the office. Yeah. He was <laughs> freaking awesome in that movie and he wrote it but and some, produced it. But
1: some other ones are like uh, Steve Urkel, like didn't really have much of a career after that. Um, Ross. From uh, yeah, yeah, Ross from Friends. Everybody just saw him as
2: I, I, he. Uh, I saw he's narrating a nature documentary on okay. Disney Plus or something. I can't. Right now.
1: I but can't. do you see what I'm saying? I can't. But
2: I just heard Ross doing it the whole time. Like
1: <laughs> you've got someone like um who's who's the guy that plays Hannibal Lecter? I'm I at a loss. Off uh,
0: well, record, a- a- Anthony Hopkins. Anthony Thank Hopkins.
1: You, yeah. I mean, he could play an old homeless guy, but then he could also play a serial killer, and then he could play like a scholar. I mean, like
3: and then a priest.
1: That, that's the thing. So that's what I was getting at is like this typecast that makes it difficult. You know, people that are just in horror films, you never see them in a comedy or anything like that. I think,
3: I think you know, not, you know, not hating on Screech, but I think his problem was that he didn't do anything else but Saved by the Bell for so many years. By the time that was over with, I think most people, I mean, come on, but what actor from Saved by the Bell, I know they all got gigs. But what actor really did much of anything else?
1: Mario Lopez. And He did hosting
3: mm-hmm. jobs. He didn't really do acting, though.
1: I know, but he's big bucks. Well, I big know bucks, he is, lots because of because he's, he's a
3: great host. But he didn't do like a, any huge like you know movie or anything like that.
1: Mark Paul Gossler has a lot of TV gigs where he's starring.
3: Yes, but until he got on like I don't little, even uh, know who that is. Law and Order. It was Zach.
1: Zach Morris. On, oh, remember okay. when he dyed
3: his hair black and was like, "I'm a police officer now." You
0: guys are much, much older than, than us. Like, when I got up in the morning as a kid, I watched Pokemon. Like, Shit. I mean. <laughs> Rocket League. <laughs> Damn it! What about John Stamos? Remember Gilligan's Island?
1: Uncle Jesse, yeah. Yeah.
0: Dude, Uncle. No, that, that, that was the other one with the, uh, with the Olsen twins.
3: But Uncle Jesse only did oh. anything any oh. good oh, because yeah. of the whole, like, shtick of, I am John Stamos. Like, they played that card a lot.
0: Well, I think like part of like being pigeonholed into like just like a certain character is like after you play that character so well, you're going to get offered a lot of jobs to play that character again because people know like, oh, that's the nerdy guy. We can get him. He's going to do great. So it's hard to say no to that easy money of like playing the same character over and over, which then gets you typecast even more and more into it. You have to want to break away from that. And like
3: that's hard to do you know well it didn't help that screech also went and did a freaking porno <coughs> after he got out of state by the bell yeah. either
0: well, you know i don't see how that hurts like i mean that's just a good career I mean, move I guess for Jess- anyone jesse
3: spano did did showgirls so, i mean shit you know and then she was and then she was in uh any given sunday as a high-end hooker so she got oh, time cast yeah, as a yeah. whore but, but hey. she
1: was a nerd on the show you know yeah, like an a plus student she wanted and everything to change
3: her stars or stripes
0: that helps a lot of people's careers though i mean like where would the Kar- kardashians be today without you know like porn you know exactly
1: uh easy money Thanks, ray j talk about easy money uh jose canseco fighting <laughs> that uh intern from barstool <laughs> that dude <laughs> <laughs> sold out did I say
0: that this wrong podcast guy? is brought to you by <laughs> Recon on your phone <laughs> what's
1: it what's it brought by did you say
0: did you say rape Raycon. Raycon. Ray J now has a very, very well-known set of, uh, headphones. Raycon, uh, his, his, uh, wireless earbuds and There's all sort of podcast, uh, commercials about Raycon (laughs) headphones and stuff.
1: (laughs) Speaking of, but yeah, uh, did you guys, did you guys hear about that fight between Jose Canseco and the guy from Barstool Sports, the intern? He was like, super young jose canseco was like i'm gonna beat this kid he is going to need like medical care you just watch and jose canseco went down in less than 10 seconds like everybody on that rowdy Man, what is it where have y'all
3: been
2: oh have y'all i know? don't know have y'all been. So,
1: so dave portnoy
2: separate sections of the internet or something i guess um, so dave
0: portnoy uh, i know nothing about barstool sports i don't follow any of their
2: oh, stuff
1: okay so
3: just for the fun. It's so amazing. So the
1: El Presidente, <clears throat> Stool Presidente, he, um, Dave Portnoy, he offered Jose Canseco, this is how much money I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you half up front and then you'll get the other half after the fight or I will double it if you win. So he felt like that would kind of signify that, okay, he's going to want to fight. That's just going to lock it in. Jose Canseco, he's not going to throw the fight or anything. Well, Brother was, went it was, down.
3: It was a hundred grand. He gave, him, he gave him 50 G's up front.
1: That's it? Freaking but, no. home run hitter?
3: He got $50,000 up front and then another 50 uh, after the fight, but he would get another 100 if he won. So that's $150,000 yeah. to fight, out. but he also got a lion's share of the pay-per-view royalties. And yeah. he, that, That's where the money is with infighting is yeah. in the pay-per-view. And at so, 20
1: bucks a pop. No, you know,
0: he,
3: guess how much he made. How much? Over a million dollars. Yeah. See, so, easy money,
1: go he, boom, goes knocked down. To
3: be publicly embarrassed.
1: <laughs> but yeah, you're right.
3: <laughs> I, that's how I look at it. I mean, like, I I, I don't care what it is. At least I'm going to give up. If I know I'm getting those, the, the lion's share of that stuff, I'm at least going to give it I all.
1: I know what it is. His honey back at home was like, honey, I don't want you to mess your face up and your muscles. Just Have come home to face? me. It's already yeah.
3: jacked up. Just come home to me. One just one ugly mofo.
1: Just fall down and take the money.
3: Mm. So That's why were they, they fight. fighting? For the hell of it,
1: just because it's okay. 2021. Well, was, was it a boxing um, match every, or every, every year exhibition?
3: Barstool Sports puts on this this thing? It's basically like uh, it's called the Rough and Rowdy Match. It's like a tough man contest. So Is regular, it a celebrity death match? Not even celebrities. They usually have one celebrity fight, but uh, it's just it's just random joes. They get in there mm-hmm. and 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 fight and whatnot. So they get in there and big big huge fat dudes and little skinny dudes, and there's no rules. Uh, in there or anything so but they do have boxing so girls. it it's not like boxing it's more like MMA like just anything goes they like- box but they, I mean like this dude picked up another dude and speared him on the ground and he was knocked out and so that was that but oh, okay. these aren't you skilled like these and- aren't skilled fighters so it's not we're not talking uh. like everybody's busting out of jiu like these are just dumbass rednecks <laughs> that are jumping in there and you know doing a da- oh. doing a damn thing
2: good for them with the beach umbrella
0: With the pokey end.
1: (laughs) Alright, so y'all just aren't keeping up with the current events. Gorilla Glue, please tell me you know what's going on with that.
0: Uh, Uh, We use Gorilla Glue in our house. My kids break toys and then uh, I glue them back together sometimes.
1: And you fix Corbin's hair with them.
0: I don't even know what's going on with this. You gotta tell me about it. Oh, I saw something about this.
1: Okay. Sorry, I just threw a nut in my mouth.
2: Whoa! Hey, Uh, Joel. Yeah, this is the girl who like put a bunch of gorilla glue in her hair and then went on Twitter and couldn't figure out how to get it out.
1: I'm talking. Yeah, so no, someone did not. Her hairspray is called like
0: hairspray or something.
1: Her hairspray bottle is kind of the same shape as the gorilla glue bottle, but it says like "got to be glued." And she ran out, so she ran and got the gorilla glue, thinking she could hairspray her hair. And I'm talking. Like, she said, look, my hair will not move, like, in her video. Like, it legit is, like, a clear helmet. She said I, she washed her hair 15 times. She's even gone to the emergency room. Shave her damn head. It's just, I think it's, uh, sh- it's she's like going to require.
3: Her hair is, like, glued to her head.
1: What she's glued is, to her head, yeah. What, she. Dumb, no, what dumbass. I know.
3: Says, I'm going to squirt glue in my hair. Gorilla well, Glue
1: put out a message about, you know, we're sorry that this happened or whatever. A surgeon has reached out to her and is going to take care of it under surgery. Under surgery um, for pro bono. I mean, no way, no yep. way. Yeah,
0: I the think only thing that could think happen is like just let her hair grow out a little bit and then cut it off. I don't like, know how like,
1: it'll I mean, grow. It's like stifled. Like nothing's getting to it. What's a surgeon gonna do? Is he gonna go there and cut. Every I little have strand? to like scalp,
2: maybe scalp it. I don't oh, know. I don't know. You
3: know, what's gonna be funny. The surgeon is a pro bono, and when she wakes up, her head shaved. <laughs> <laughs>
1: But if under video, it's like it's like her head was tongue Hulu'd. Yeah, that's what it looks like so oh, what a oh, complete coding what do i do guys i don't know
3: stupid i think okay. i saw she's old, suing uh, gorilla
2: glue over it too are you serious? like there's gonna be a lawsuit yeah
1: oh no please then, don't tell me that that's just plain it then, i'm gonna that's what i'm gonna do for a job i'm just gonna go and take products and like look for the loopholes and their disclaimers
2: and sue mcdonald's there because the coffee was too hot oh, yep. yeah yeah
1: this <laughs> bourbon got me drunk <laughs>
3: ah, and then i had sex with my husband i'm oh! suing you
0: yeah. i'm sore <laughs> is there alcohol in this bourbon <laughs> all right guys i have a couple current events for you uh okay, please, i had two please. super bowl ones all right so the streaker at the super bowl did you guys hear the story behind that yeah no yes it's yes. yes so it was actually him and another guy. They were both trying to get onto the field and streak. The first guy got stopped, and the guy in the pink thong bathing suit got out onto the field and streaked across the field, made it to the end zone.
1: The first was a distraction. Every- Wait, hang a little bit.
0: Yes, the first was a distraction, because evidently this guy made a massive prop bet, like 750 to one, that there would be a streaker at the Super Bowl, and he supposedly he cleared something like $375,000 on this bet, being the streaker running out on the field. (laughs) Yep.
3: (laughs) Yes. So this guy, he put 50 G's down on that bet Jeremy was just talking about. Mm -hmm. And his buddy, like Stacy was saying, jumped out first to be a distraction to get them going so that he could actually get his ass all the way onto the field and (laughs) Mm -hmm. juke some guys and get in the end zone and then get speared.
1: Yeah. So by Monday morning, his bail, he, he, put bail out for 500 bucks and he's, he's good to go collecting his
3: $374,000 dude. I,
1: I mean, I is there any stipulation that you're the one that would cause the, that's what I was wondering, bet, you know, there,
3: is there something in the betting system that says, you know, you can't do
0: this. I mean, he cleared the money. I mean, like, you know, there's all sort of crazy prop bets. Like what color Gatorade will they dump on there? I mean, if you True. run onto the field and dump the Gatorade yourself, I mean, that's, that's the Gatorade, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah.
3: Wow, man. I wish mm-hmm. I had, was uh okay with, Risking fifty Gs like that, but or had fifty Gs to waste like that. <laughs> <laughs> not not a waste. Like a, that's an investment. Well, yeah, that's like a ticket to the game stop, and the rest. can give it, it. Doesn't happen. Boo! Now the toilet is gone.
0: Yep.
1: That's that's what makes it's you a, run like hell.
0: Yeah, it's a risk, but that guy certainly had balls. Anyway, <laughs> oh my gosh. Did you guys see the uh, the story behind the weekend's halftime show? Did you guys look into that? Mm-mm. No, no I, I saw the memes. <laughs> so evidently, um, this has been a long going thing because we had talked about it before the uh, the Super Bowl. The weekend put like seven million dollars of his own money into his uh, Super Bowl halftime performance, and like I watched it and I was like okay, like it's a, it's a show. Like, did you guys have boring. any thoughts on it? I thought it was boring. Shakira
1: and, shit. and JLo were better. I
3: thought I, I, I although was, he
1: is talented. I absolutely love his singing. Mm-hmm. I love
3: the weekend. I think his music's great. I think he's a great artist. I think he sings really well, but, it was but I, I, I heard I'm, I'm spending $7 million cause I want a cinematic mm-hmm. performance. That and was I'm, nothing yep. And I'm different. looking at this, my like, dude, I could do that for $10,000 with, so. with a bunch of crackheads and backdangers.
0: Yeah. <laughs> So it was actually the story of his entire life is what he was telling on stage. Uh, in the beginning when he came out in that in that car and stuff and there was the glitz and the glam that was like when he was uh, first getting famous and that was like, oh, i live in the high life, my dreams are coming true, all of that. And then the, the songs that he's singing actually say this out and as he switches songs, it switches to different points in his life. The next one is where he's wandering, you know, where all the memes are made of, where he's wandering through those hallways and stuff. It's like the glitz and the glam of, you know, trying to figure out how to be famous um you know like losing your way and then when he goes onto the field everyone is wearing uh those crazy ass masks everyone was making fun of Yeah, yeah yeah that that was the mask he had worn a couple months earlier to the ama um award show uh that was the exact same mask it's a it's a plastic surgery mask it's what you wear after you get a bunch of facial reconstruction done and it's to kind of illustrate like um you know, Hollywood forced you to get plastic surgery. They force you to be something you're not. And that was kind of like what he was singing about down there on the field. And he was kind of telling the story of his life going through all that stuff. And like, I thought it meant a lot more learning all of that. I just, I was just reading a whole like thread on it earlier today. It's, it's uh, actually a really cool story.
1: Yeah. Sure, I, 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 I want to rewatch it.
3: I still think it's dumb. Cause how am I supposed to pick up on that? Unless someone reads the damn article.
1: Someone narrates it. Well,
3: if you you listen to like the words of the songs that he's singing
0: at those different points and stuff, he lays it all out. And if you're like a really, really big fan of his, like you know the stuff about him already, so it kind of lays it out and stuff. But like that's why he put his own money into it, not to make like a bigger show for the sake of the Super Bowl. It's because he wanted to tell his story out there on the field and stuff, which I I thought that was pretty cool. Kind of meant a whole lot more because I was kind of meh on the whole show, but I was like, oh, it's it's kind of cool. And
3: I get that. I do get that. But I mean... It's the Super Bowl, man. We, I mean, I wanted something that was just going to be frick. I wanted Buster Rhymes to come out of nowhere and just start rapping with them like for someone, some reason. Someone, like, you know, riding
1: on the wing of an airplane. Yeah, or- I
3: wanted someone to ride a bald eagle into the stadium <laughs> and, and, and break in, like, like America Cape. And, and I don't know. I wanted a bunch of cool shit to happen. Sun butter but comes I'll, down. Yeah. <laughs> Spencer Kirksey. <laughs> what up, bitches? So with his pellet rifle and a white claw. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the scene where he was like wandering around in the golden hallway and the camera's like going mm-hmm. in and out that's like become the meme now. But the whole time that was on, I was telling Julie, I was like, This is about to make me sick.
1: That's what Joel said. Yeah. Was like, yeah
3: it was like me when I got to go to the bathroom. I just- in the middle of the night. <laughs> After you get off the Peloton.
0: Yeah.
4: <laughs> With those jetty legs.
0: Too,
3: too many core lights and uh, get off the Peloton. He's like, ah. Oh. Yeah. Well, segueing into speaking of a crime that was committed on Super Bowl. I'm we'll talking about a crime that I heard the other day that happened in uh, Chicago. Not Chicago. happened in Illinois. And uh, this lady, and I, this is no, this is no bullshit. This, is, this really happened. This lady decided, I don't know what the guy boyfriend did. And whatnot, he was taking a nap on the couch and she decided to pour boiling water on all over his body um, and Snapchat it while he, she was doing it. And while he was hmm. writhing in pain, she discontinued to Snapchat, didn't help him in the least, hit his car keys. The guy ended up finally finding him and had to drive himself to the burn unit where he had to have skin grafts for second and third degree burns. Oh my gosh. She's now waiting a $500,000 or waiting trial on a $500,000.
1: People are straight crazy.
3: That's social media craziness right there.
2: Well, she just did it for the likes, I guess.
3: No, it it never said, but I don't know. But she's the whole time she was. I mean, she wasn't like,
1: "Oh my god, honey, I'm sorry." She goes, he what? was probably being some dickhole, and she, end, she went yeah. crazy. The, oh,
3: it's
2: his fault that he got water yeah. uh, boiling it water poured
1: on. It was his own damn fault. I'd say. At the he, end, she goes, "Well, men,
0: he left the toilet seat up or something." Yeah,
1: uh, you women. Know, uh,
3: <laughs> At the end of the Snapchat, she your cereal bowls. I guess I shouldn't have <laughs> done that. <laughs> Whatever. Oh, <thank> <laughs> Anyways. well let's let's take a break oh. and on the other side we're going to get into the meat of this podcast we're going to be talking about bourbon and, and a few other things bourbon like so stick around we'll see you on the other side
2: Thanks for sticking with us through the break. So, as Joel mentioned, we're going to be talking about bourbon and bourbon stuff. Uh, so, to get us back started on that topic, <laughs> I'd like to talk about some uh, whiskey glasses. Something that we've been getting a lot of questions about yeah. individually on our pages. Uh, during Jam January, I actually posted a picture of my favorite glass every single day, which is a Denver and Lily. Uh, it's called the bourbon glass. These are actually handmade. I'm holding one. I know you guys listening can't see, but... the the crew here can. So it's shaped similar to like a Glencairn, which I'm sure we'll also talk about. It's got that like snifter shape where it comes up towards uh, a little bit, I don't know, narrower at the top so that you can really nose the bourbon really well. Uh-huh. But I like that it's bigger than a Glencairn so you can fit quite a bit more bourbon in this in one pour. Oh
1: okay. Mm. See what I like about it is it's it's not as feminine looking or not, I shouldn't say feminine. It's not as dainty looking. Like I could just see like a big fat cigar, yeah. like clutched between your fingers as you're holding that. And it's like, it's girthy. I it's very girthy. Hand, It's handsome. It's like, I want one of those glasses. I've actually been DMing them just trying to find out when they were going to get them back in stock. They've had some issues with like shipping and it being, you know, stuck in some of the ports and stuff like that. So wow. I got one, I'll go get one.
0: They're based out of Australia, correct? That's right. Yeah, okay, yeah. So getting them over here is I, I imagine a bit of a task. yeah,
3: yeah. well, th- there's something to be said about different glasses and what that glass does to whatever beverage you're you're drinking. I remember like back when you know before I was in a bourbon and I was really all about like different types of beers and stuff, uh, if I would go to a restaurant and I'd order a high grab beer, I'd want to get it in like a freaking pint glass, but they'd bring it out in this little tiny like globe snifter glass for beer, and it looked really feminine to me and dainty, and I didn't like it. But that glass, you know, Serves me, a purpose. At the time, served a purpose. And it did something for the beer and for the aromas and the taste you were getting out of it, much like, the, you know, the two that I'm holding right now. So in my hands, I'm holding a Glencairn, which is the OG, that's our go-to. Yeah, and then I'm holding a Norlin glass. Um, Matt a while back had sent us a gift and got me and Stacy each a Norlin, and it is a very comfortable glass. It's very cool. It looks freaking badass, and is a great. The lip on the top of this glass is very easy to sip out of.
1: You know, go ahead.
0: Now with those Norlands, um, you still have both of the ones Matt got you, and you're drinking out of them right now, correct? Oh,
1: the, the very original ones. Of yeah, course. yeah.
0: Stacy painted them black because she didn't drop one and break it.
1: <laughs> yeah, I didn't. Okay, okay. One of those. Just making
0: sure. Yeah. yeah now didn't... you just use like spray paint, right? Yeah. That, that, that's mm-hmm. the oh, best totally, way to yeah. enhance the whiskey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Inside mm-hmm. and out. Yeah. No. Okay. Good. Good.
1: Yeah. Sorry, guys. Yeah, that was supposed <laughs> to be a secret.
3: <laughs> not <even>, not anymore. <laughs> not anymore.
1: Yeah, so instead of just replacing the one that I broke, I ended up buying another set of the ones that I broke and had to put the order in for the black one. But um, you know, the inside of the Norlin, I do recommend it. Uh it, it's contoured, almost kind of like a Glen Cairn. But uh, uh, it, but the outside is kinda
3: but it's also is double
2: walled, mm-hmm. so yeah, so it keeps like your hand heat from getting into the whiskey, right? Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, and this
1: is a matte black, so it's kind of got like that flat feel to it. It's very reload esque,
3: tactical. Almost, yeah, Ew. you <laughs> know <like. laughs>
1: what I'm saying.
3: <laughs> <Tactical>. <laughs> but I will say about the Norlin is that it's uh, it's the the lip that's on it. It's it's so, okay. Let me, me, me jump over the Glencairn. Um, it doesn't. It's thin. It's light. It. You have to. You feel like you got to grab it by the little tiny mushroom end at the bottom, so you don't get the hand heat around, <laughs> around your around. The grab whiskey. the mushroom, Joel. Oh, that's right. You're good at that. I, I am pretty good at grabbing some, some mushroom. Just right. the tip. But the, the 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 thing about a Glencairn that trumps to me any glass out there is how you can get the aromas for the bourbon. Y'all know you you all all know how I like to nose croissant my glass, but. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't get the same aroma punch out of a rocks glass or this Norlin as you do this Glen Karen.
1: and you can give it a nice little swirl but
3: it's not the best glass to just sip out of you really got to turn it up to get a, a small sip this Norlin I wasn't used to it when I was first drinking out of it and I was trying to turn it up like I would a Glencairn and I was spilling bourbon all over my damn face like you really mm. don't have to do much with it to get a nice tiny sip out of it and it's so to me it's, this Norlin glass is a much better sipping glass than the Glen Glencairn
0: yeah, I would say that Glen Cairn is definitely like the ultimate tasting glass. Yep, it's for something you new you've never tasted it before. You want to take it nice and slow, but once you're used to a bourbon, uh, you can really open it up. Once you know what what to expect from it, you can kind of open it up with some of these other glasses.
1: I feel like every if you're really going to get into bourbon and you're going to start collecting, or this is going to be like the lifestyle you you choose to jump into, I feel like you have to own a Glen Cairn. That has got to be one that you have in your collection. It's like a
2: rite of passage or something. I yeah, agree. I it's agree. the
1: original. Mm-hmm. It's the OG. You've got to have that. Um, you know, that's that's kind of the go-to. You're going to do a, a flight. That's what you're going to pour out for your guests. You know, pull pull out some of those. I you can to- you can see the color when of I, the bourbon.
3: When I first got into bourbon, I I wanted a big. I wanted that shit like the cowboys had and shit like that. I wanted a big, just like round ass you know, whiskey glass. Like a rocks glass? Yeah, basically like a big, Mm -hmm. heavy rocks glass. I I felt manly. I felt like I was, you know, drink bourbon out of this damn layer right here. Like a
1: heavy bottom. You know,
3: a big, yeah. And I've got one and I love it. But as my bourbon journey like increased, you try to stick your nose in that thing and smell the bourbon, you don't get anything. You know, You get
1: a lot of ethanol. mm
3: -hmm. Yeah, you get a lot of alcohol Mm -hmm. punch and that kind of stuff, but you don't get the aromas that you get out of this little, you know, cute ass Glen-, Glen Karen.
1: That says a lot actually, because like if you're like you're just getting into it and you really are wanting to get the tasting notes and or the smelling notes, um you're not gonna get that off the other glasses. Mm-mm. Like we've got we also have Snoot glasses. Uh right. they kinda look like faux wood and they're like almost they, like a Glen Karen and a Norland hybrid.
3: They do glass, but these are these are stainless steel. And they've got like a those a, are pretty a cool wood powder color. Right,
1: we've got the visky, the visky now, glasses, the
3: snoot glasses. So you know, the snoot glasses are be uh, a great. This I know I like this bourbon. It's something I'm going to drink all the time. Kind of like what Matt was talking about earlier. You know, I'm not getting to know this bourbon. So I can go outside. I don't have to worry about dropping, breaking my glass. And, or like, you know, like the, the,
1: laying on the couch and yes. putting your Norlin on the Perfect. blanket. And you yes. think you're going to drop it's, it and break it's it. It's
3: like almost like a sippy cup for adult bourbon drinkers. <laughs>
1: for like a girl named Stacy, she needs that one. She can <laughs> drop it and it won't Does break it. Does
3: it have a, like a lid and a straw that doesn't like backfill and stuff? I, I might have one of those. Um, yeah. But we have these glasses called Viskies. And there are like a rocks glass that the neck, it just, it, it really tapers up to a smaller opening at the top, which gives you room to put a, a few cubes in there. It's heavy, gives you that heavy rocks feel, but you still can get those good aromas kind of like a Glencairn does the way that it tapers in and pushes that up to the top there. So if you're looking to get some glasses, you know, outside of the your your normal ass whiskey rocks glass, some of the things we've been talking about are great starters, especially. I, I just Glenn, you got to start with the Glencairn. Get Karen a Glencairn Glenn,
1: Glenn Karen. or Pinky's out. Get what uh, Jeremy's got, and it's the like the gorgeous cut crystal <laughs> Glenn Karen that I'm super jealous of. I
3: want a Glenn Karen on a stem. That's what I want, like this. <laughs> That's just a That's whiskey. So glass redneck. <laughs> or yeah, a, uh, a wine Chardonnay glass. glass. Like those yeah. Mason jars that <laughs> have like a, a,
1: a wine link. stem. A flute.
0: A flute. <laughs> yeah, champagne flute.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I want a Glen Cairn with a mug handle.
2: Yeah, you have Glen Cairn Viking <laughs> horns. Do they make those? The mug handle definitely a little more masculine than the stem. Yeah. Yeah,
1: Joel wants the stem, and I'll take the mug handle. We can see how yeah. this relationship goes. Shut up. <laughs> I'm just kidding.
3: <laughs> All right, folks.
1: All right, folks. So, stumbled upon an article today that is going to be our topic of conversation, and it, that is Budget Bourbons. It actually was um, published today. Um, 2021 Best Bourbons to Get in the 20 to $30 range.
3: So, we were looking at this article and going through it earlier before the show and realized that most, like, out of the four of us, we've had just about every single one of these bourbons that are on
1: here yeah and it says like there's a lot of brands that hover right around the $30 mark that can really be of excellent value that you know can mimic or are just as good as these $50 bottles and beyond
3: so I think go ahead
0: oh I was gonna say why don't we run down this list and uh, if we've had them you know talk about them a little bit because there's a uh, there's quite a variance on here yeah, so, sounds
3: good. You want to start with number one?
1: Number one is very old Barton. We have a what a one point seven five bottle of this of the uh,
3: of the hundred proof bottle and bond. Yeah, it's a. I have never had this one. Yeah, I haven't either. So, so Wildcat Matt was telling me we were talking forever ago, and he was telling me he goes, "Man, if you want to get you a good everyday drinker that's on the cheap," he said, "You need to get very old Barton." He said, "It's mm-hmm. because it's very tasty." He said, "It and it and it was. It, I got a, a handle for like twenty three dollars, and I'm telling yeah. you, it's, I mean, it's not blowing my socks off by any means. But if uh, I just want a good pour and I don't want to feel bad about it, this is a very nice bourbon.
1: Yeah, it says it's fl- it flies under the radar, despite the fact that they make some really good bourbon and they routinely win awards. Um, it might not be as readily available as some of the other ones that we're going to talk about, um, but it's our go to like." We just want like a quick drink or a toddy or something like that. We're picking that one because it brings some excellent flavor. And it's it's it's
3: young, four to six years old, typically, is what it's aged at or whatnot. I think but
2: it, doesn't uh, Very Old Barton, isn't that coming out of the same distillery as all the 1792 stuff? Yep, it is. I had no and, idea. Yeah, the 1792 stuff. Some of it's really good. Some of it's not
3: great, but some of it's very good. So, yeah, well, I'd like to try it. Especially yeah, so very
1: bucks. yeah, very mm-hmm. old Barton.
3: Well, let's segue into another one's on the list down at the bottom. There was seventeen ninety two small batch. Um, this is one that I've had, and it's been a while. It's been a while since I've had it, but I wasn't very impressed with it. What about you hmm. guys?
1: I'd like to taste that one again. <laughs>
3: it's been a yeah, while. I feel like
2: I need to revisit it just because it's been a while since I've had it.
1: Yeah, we've came a long way but since then. I know I
2: w- you're a big fan of the foolproof and the sweet heat. Or sweet sweet wheat. wheat. How is (laughs) my
3: god?
1: We're thinking rubs over here. (laughs)
2: Yeah. 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 Full proof and sweet wheat are both good. Now, I will say that the 1792 tool, it's called aged 12 years, which I also just don't like. Just call it 12 year. But yeah, I'm not a big fan of that one. uh, And it's kind of hard to find too.
1: So, on a consumer aspect, you know, I really am into like branding and stuff like that. And their bottles are just really, really boring. Like they're sweet wheat. Uh, 1792. 1792 small batch. Yeah, well, the bottle itself is nice, but there's nothing exciting about the label. They're they're not offering me anything. It's it's plain as can be. No matter what variation you're getting, it, the bottles look the same. So it's not like you're. Oh
2: no! Oh no! The collar, the leather collar around mm-hmm. the top, changes colors based on what uh, batch oh. it is.
1: Okay, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't realize that. Look
2: Jeremy like
0: yeah.
1: Yeah, I didn't, I didn't yeah. realize that.
0: There's there's a little strip of color around the label on the top. Yeah, and it's the yeah. only thing I think differentiating. There's something to be said them. about subtlety.
1: Okay, but when you look I, at, I a actually
0: bottle, do like their stuff. It reminds you of like the Whistle Pig bottles or something. You know, it has that wide looking bottle that kind of sits on the shelf. Nice. I think I think it looks I, boring I when like it.
1: you when you look at something like the Jack Daniel's Single Barrel Barrel Proof bottle. I mean, like that. That's like ornate. That's regal. That's yeah. That's I mean, I'm bowing down. That's it's got like
2: gold foil on it. Yeah. So, yeah, Gold. it's boring.
1: <laughs> no, I, no, I I see what you're it's
3: saying, like Mr.
2: T. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being a Fool with a boring ass label.
1: They, they just don't have much into it, I don't think. I think it's just kind of bland and kind of boring. And, um, well, yeah. I,
3: their bottles always look, I think they look sexy because of the when you shine a light to the back of them, that, all that amber, but the font is pretty damn boring. Mm-hmm. All right, moving on. Next, next bourbon we got on the list, y'all. Old tub. That's right. Which, We've all, we've had on the show, we've had on the show and I revisited this guy, uh, just last week mm-hmm. and man, it is so stinking good. Like, I is, think that was
1: when I handed you for a blind tasting.
3: It is. And it is sugary, like a uh, vanilla frosting esque. It's, it's, it's not a high proofer. So it's not, it's only, it's a hundred proof. Um, it's not blowing your socks off, but it does stay with you a little bit. Um, you're not chewing on it or anything, but man, yeah this when i first had it i w- did not appreciate it as i did this last time i had it really enjoyed this bottle i remember so, jeremy go ahead matt sorry
2: i was gonna ask was it the same bottle that we had before or was this a fresh crack this most recent time that you had it because i wonder if it was just that having let it breathe a little bit sort of well the old it same bottle the old tub,
3: we old tob. the old tub we had before wasn't that yours jeremy
0: um could have been
3: i have no idea yeah i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure that <laughs> it's, was, we've drank a lot of bourbon
0: together yeah, so there's no true. telling I'm pre- uh, <laughs> i don't
3: know if it's the same one I, it, but it's not a fresh crack though it was yes. got it they've been hanging out we have not a
1: bought more than uh, one bottle so it would have been the same th-
0: this bottle specifically had a very harsh neck pour to me and then it opened up like crazy once a little bit of air got to it um and I thought it was fantastic. Uh, I, I think I got mine for like $22. Yeah. I mean, it's, 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 a very affordable bottle. Actually, you can still find it for that. True. I found this. I've bottle s- I've seen it Tennessee. around still. Mm. Oh, really? Um, I'm trying to think last time I, I, I went and grabbed some wine for my wife the other day at
3: Bob's and, uh, I could have swore I saw a few on the shelf there. Um, they got some, I'm going to get some know. tomorrow, but it's, uh, no, it's really, I found this bottle, Matt, in West Tennessee on a hunting trip. Mm-hmm. One of my, one of those little tiny. Um, Like a stove down there that I was able to find it in.
0: All right, next next bourbon on the list. I'll introduce this one. Um, It's pretty rare. Uh, You're going to have a little trouble finding it. Um, It is the world-famous, beloved of the show, Wild Turkey 101. Just a beautiful, beautiful bourbon, uh, 101 proof. You're going to find this guy for about 20 bucks, and it is a fantastic pour, Mm -hmm. a, a favorite of this show. To me, completely underappreciated. Yeah, yeah. You no know, bourbon. Did you see like? Aren't they coming out with like new new labels and stuff for it? I've seen some pictures floating really? around. It. I didn't know if that was happening <gasps> or whatnot. I hadn't seen that.
4: I like that. Yeah,
0: I've well, I've seen some pictures and like they look like bottles out in the wild with the new label and everything. So um, they they might be going through a redesign right now, which is uh, the
3: new ones look pretty cool. So Yeah. Now this bottle is the OG.
1: It's solid of
3: Wild Turkey. It's it's it is a staple to me in the bourbon community. It's your if you like bourbon and whiskey. You're going to like this one, hands down. Mm -hmm. Going to like it. Oh, yeah. You know, and I mean, like, and dude, I mean, for decades, Wild Turkey has been, you know, has been something that people have been getting wasted on for, you know, quite a long time. It's right there with George Dickel, you know, old school George Dickel and Jack Daniels. But to me, out of of the three, Mm -hmm. Wild Turkey beats both of, of the OG blends for sure. And correct me if
0: I'm ra- wrong on this, Matt. You'd probably know, but it's the same exact juice and everything as the regular Wild Turkey. Just it's it's just not proofed down to the 86 proof. It's just kept up at 101 proof, uh, to my knowledge.
2: Yeah, I think it's 81 that they proof it down mm-hmm. to. But Wild Turkey, as a distillery, only uses one mash bill, so everything okay. across. The entire line of wild turkey and Russell's reserve is all fermented the same. The difference oh, okay. is how they age and where they age and you know wild? where those barrels are spending time. Yeah. It's crazy. That,
3: it's wild that mm. they can use the exact same recipe and get so much diversity and flavor mm-hmm. out of all their all their bourbons, which the eighty six proofer, I don't know why anybody would do that.
0: Personally. Yeah, just buy the one oh one and put some water in it. Yeah.
3: Well, like, last
2: a lot longer.
0: It, it, if it's a hot summer day and they're out of bottles of water you just grab a bottle of that 81 proof you yeah. know and <laughs> you're gonna go glug, glug, glug. there you go Hi- hydrate that's right
2: wow so next up old forester 100 proof which i believe we have also had on the show as part of jeremy's porn on the podcast that
3: he hosted we did budget bourbons so that was old forester old tub and then you use ogd Bottle and bond,
0: oh, OGD bottle, yeah, because I wanted all of them to be a hundred proof. That, that's right, that's mm-hmm. right.
3: And I can't remember which one won, but I do remember this. I Old think Forster. it was this one, Old Forester one. Old Forester being very tasty.
0: Uh, I can't remember either. I just remember none of us hated any of them, which yeah. I thought was good. And so, I remember
2: yeah. I realized one of them. I, I picked out the old granddad, which I'm still incredibly proud of. <laughs> proud of.
0: You were like, this tastes like granddad. <laughs> it is, but not the one you're thinking of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. Was, I was pretty
3: solid, man. Now I want to say this on the, on this old Forrester, um bottle and bond. On bond. Um, you know, we were talking about earlier on the show that me and Stacy had some old Forester 1920. That's 115 proofer. Um, I am mm-hmm. starting to get, become very intrigued with the old Forester lineup. Um it's very delicious that that old the 1920 115 proof is quickly becoming one of my favorites uh, the more I get into it and I remember this one here being ju- very tasty as well so one of the things I want to do so
2: we've talked about before we want to make the poor man's pappy which is blending the two different Wellers yeah. so you can also blend the old Forster 1910 and old Forster 1920 and they call it old Forster 1915. Yep. Uh which is would be a lot of fun to try. What? I wonder
1: what the ratios are.
2: I'll do that. In oh, the it's heartbeat. just 50 50, 50 half and half. Yeah. 50 50. Mm-hmm. It's, a, okay. it's an easy one. Yeah.
0: The, there there's people online who make labels and everything so you can relabel an old Forrester bottle and have like all of the stuff that looks just like it but 1915.
3: Do you know it's what would be cool. fun to do is to do if, if next time we get together is do both. Do that one and
1: Poor man's papy. Poor man's
3: pappy. and then compare the two.
1: Blind yeah, taste.
3: This old Forester is gonna be a hell of a lot more monetarily feasible than the <laughs> other ones. <laughs> yeah. For damn yeah. sure. Yeah. For real. So, all right, let's move on. Old Forester's
1: Buffalo Trace.
3: Oh, there's the OG. I'm actually sipping on some and of you that know, right now.
1: I've gotta say, did, you, did you, you went out there and pour that?
3: I switched up. I got I wanted to smell the difference between the Eagle okay. Railroad drinking and the Buffalo Trace because I know they're based off the same mash bill. And the Eagle Rare's aromas um, are seem to be kicking this one's ass.
1: And the thing is, everybody—you know—a lot of people. that might be amateur. They might be seasoned, like a seasoned bourbon drinker. You know, you always hear, "Oh, I love Buffalo Trace. It's good. I love Buffalo Trace. It's good." And not to discredit it at all. We, after a lot of our tastings and um, you know learning a lot more about bourbon, went back and drank some of the Buffalo Trace, and it is—it is a fantastic bottle. Like you see it. Grab it. You have to have it in your bar.
3: hundred percent. It's delicious.
1: And it, what, 30 bucks? No, nah, I well, 27 bucks. Something de- like that. It depends
3: on where you're going. But I mean, right here, according to this article, it's $25.
1: Yeah. It's great. It is. If, if there's a go-to bottle where I'm going to see it out and I want a nice pour, I'm going for that. I got my eyes on you, Buffalo Trace.
3: <laughs> Thoughts, gentlemen? Do you like Buffalo Trace?
2: I think need- just generally Buffalo Trace is a little bit overhyped for my taste. Uh, it, it's not a bad pour by any means, but one thing I want to ask you guys about at the end of this list is if you're only picking up one of these bottles, which one okay. I think that, that'll be pretty interesting.
3: I like that. Let's keep, it, keep that in mind. Don't forget that. <laughs> I already know the bottle everyone's picking.
0: Cause I've looked at the list. So.
3: <laughs> not necessarily, Jeremy.
0: <laughs> yes. Necessarily cases of it. <laughs> Next one on the list, guys, this is one. I don't think really any of us have too much experience with Uh bullet, bourbon. Uh, 90 proofer, about $25 at the Diego Distillery. Um, I've had this before, but wasn't a huge fan very early on in my my bourbon drinking career, and uh, I would like to revisit this in the future. Uh, what are you guys' thoughts on Bullet? I've
3: never been... Oh, Matt, you you gonna say something?
0: I was gonna say it works really good to
2: attract flies on a hot summer day. <laughs> we <laughs> have used it for that before.
1: <laughs> uh, it really wasn't my favorite. I feel like it's kind of in... in I need to revisit it. I do. So
3: it's been a hard minute since I had Bullet, but I'll, with the last time that I had it was on a hunting trip and I got pretty trashed on it and ate about 35, 30 to 35 Chipotle wings, from Buffalo wild wings. What? And um, got really sick um, the next day. So uh, traditional. I don't or think boneless? that was the bullet. Traditional.
2: <laughs> okay.
3: Boneless are not wings. <laughs> Just Those nugs. are nugs. So the back, all right, rabbit hole story on that though is um, I, I'm not going to admit or, you know, say that I'm very good at math or anything like that, but we, we wanted to get some, we would never accuse you of that, Joel. Right? Okay, You work with you.
1: math every day with your uh, job.
3: Okay. Well, when I've been drinking, <laughs> Did you tell us a story on the break about how you screwed up measurement. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. So, uh, I, we wanted to get some wings and, I can't remember the, they didn't, I wanted to get like, uh, 75, uh, wings, but they were like 25, 50 and a hundred. Okay. That's what I wanted to get. 75 wings for us and all the guys. I called and they were like, well, no, we had to do 25, 50 and a hundred. That's all. That's that's the only things you can get. And I'm like, well, screw it. Give me a hundred. Well, my old man was like, I'm buying everybody's dinner tonight. And what?
1: Why can't you get fifty and then twenty five? That's what I was getting at. Okay,
3: you know the maths are hard. Addition yeah, not good for me. Um, but, <laughs> but though, instead of just getting fifty and twenty five, I got hundred. And my dad was like, "What the f are you doing?" So I had to make a point. I'm like, "We're gonna eat these wings." Well, I thought my dad would eat some, and then I thought some other guys. My dad had like three. And then some other guys had like five or six. So, I mean, I'm just at the table just smashing freaking wings, man. <laughs> and I'm, and I'm ch- chasing it with bullet bourbon. And, uh, yeah, next day I was pretty green. So, but that was my experience. Wasn't a big fan at the time. I think maybe if we'd revisit I could have a lot changed. I don't know. Next bourbon. I don't want to hear this shit. So, so we probably shouldn't uh, do our our bullet
0: tasting with wings that episode. Not so, uh,
3: not Chipotle garlic wings. Hell no. Good to know. Dry rubbed. All <laughs> right. Well, this next bourbon on the list is one that was an OG for me getting into the bourbon uh, world, which is regular old Maker's Mark. Is forty five percent alcohol by volume and no cool 90 proof you can get this bottle for 25 or 30 bucks depending on where you're at it's a weeded bourbon so if you just get into bourbon and you want something that's you know not super expensive but it's smooth and kind of got a little bit of that sweet taste to it this is what you're going to want to pick up right here plus it's a sexy bottle with the wax dip and everything how about you guys did yep. y'all get started on that what was i like kind of a starter bourbon for y'all Ooh.
0: The first bourbon that I ever had and was like, that's a really good bourbon, was the Maker's 46. Yeah. Um, so Ma- Maker's is, is fantastic for getting your uh, for getting your foot in the door with bourbons. Those weeded bourbons are extremely smooth, very easy on the palate, uh, highly, highly recommend. And yeah. if you
1: ever have the opportunity to go to the distillery um, out in Kentucky, it's an amazing experience.
3: I'm having an amazing experience. Double fisting Eagle Rare and Buffalo <laughs> Trace right now. You should I, just blend them. The flavor. Oh, Buffalo, oh, <laughs> Buffalo Rare. Buffalo
0: <laughs> Rare. Or uh, Eagle Trace. <laughs> oh, Buffalo, Buffalo. Rare is better. Buffalo Eagle. Oh, much better.
3: There's so many so many great names. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Buffalo Eagle Buffalo oh,
3: Rare. God. Guys, I'm not gonna lie. The aroma on that, just hang, on, I gotta put this in, I gotta I gotta I gotta mix it back in Glen Glenn He
1: has to look at it. He feels <laughs> hidden. He feels like Helen Keller with the Norlin that's dark. I <laughs> ah, can't see her. Feel it.
3: Alright, hang on. Oh man, guys, smell that. Yeah, here. Hold it up
0: to the microphone so I can smell it, Joel. That's,
1: that's incredible. That's <laughs> all nice. <laughs> <laughs> ASMR.
0: Oh yeah. Oh, that's really the good the stuff.
2: What am I gonna do with this in the edit? Oh my god! <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Matt. Okay, I,
3: I want to set this down for a minute, and let's uh, move on. A full of rare eagle
0: trades. No,
3: I didn't get the mat. Uh, Matt, did you remember what your first bourbon was?
2: I, I actually started in blended scotch, but that's a story for another time.
3: Well, I mean, you were on the same boat with that, but yes, you're right.
1: And just to kind of round out the rest of these, um, the, the remaining ones on the list: Four Roses Small Batch, Elijah Craig Small Batch, and Knob Creek Nine Year. Um, thoughts on those? <laughs> what are you doing, passing up
0: the OGD? No, oh, no, no she's great. saving that one. She's saving that one and skipping over the other ones. Uh-huh. I, I know exactly what <laughs> she's what doing. That's
1: what I was doing. Uh, okay.
2: <laughs> so no, so take the OGD out. What? All right of the remaining bottles are you guys picking up? Like, if you're only getting one off this list, what is it?
1: Well, I'll tell you what I'm going to pick, and it's going to be the Four Roses because I've not had it.
0: Ho- ho- hold on. For the listeners at home, Old Granddad 114, a show favorite, absolute favorite, is on this list also. We're picking our favorite bourbon off this list, not including OGD 114, because that's the one we would all pick. We would yes. all that's pick OGD Because yeah. that would be boring. Yeah. Um, okay.
1: So, if we're going to pick our favorite, my favorite would probably <clears throat> be the Buffalo Trace.
3: Hmm. I but, I'm, du- but I'm intrigued I mean,
1: with the four roses.
3: I'm chewing here.
2: We ha- we have not drank enough of that. Wild Turkey 101 for me.
1: Yeah, no yeah.
0: I'm gonna say like like if I have to be locked in a cabin for a week and I can only have one of these bottles, it's going to be the Wild Turkey 101. But after looking at this list, I'm probably gonna run out and grab a bottle of very old Barton and. um I really want to drink some original Maker's Mark again. You yeah, know, me that's too. like some nostalgic memories. Like, I, I'm gonna go grab those two bottles because I already have like a few bottles of one on one. Yeah,
1: because yeah. your money's not gonna to go to waste. But since we have, you know, grown through our bourbon um, journey, I, that's one I want to revisit. I want to, I want to look mm-hmm. at it again. You know, with the knowledge that I have now. So not look at it. I'm gonna taste it. Going
3: look going back on this, looking at everything and remembering. Trying to remember how everything tastes. Um, I'm gonna say old Forester 100, bottle on bond. One. I mean solid. out of all of these that I'm looking at, besides OGD, I think that old Forester uh packs the most punch in flavor. Um the very old Barton is really good, man. I think it's I think it is now listen, keep in mind when I'm say really good, I say for a bottle of this caliber, it's tasty. Like I don't mind drinking that. I'll drink several glasses of it. Um, but I think for something, if you want to get some, just a good. Oh wait a
1: minute! I forgot about Old Tub. I'm just to be honest. I'm super oh, Im- old tub. I'm super <laughs> impressed with this list. You know, when I stumbled across across it and I kept looking like at all the things that they were listing, it's it's excellent. I, we should probably post the link to it um, if anybody's like new into it and you want to like stock your bar. This is the way to go. You only got a couple hundred bucks. You want to get a bunch? I'm of sticking
3: bottles. with Old Forester 100. Matt, what are you picking, bro? Uh, I was Wild Turkey 101. Oh, you, you went with Jeremy on that one. Yeah, okay. yeah, might be original. Yeah, he he
2: followed me on that one. Actually, yeah, yeah Jeremy Jeremy agreed with me.
3: Buffalo Eagle is delicious. It's <laughs> a Buffalo Rare. Buffalo Rare. Buffalo
1: <laughs> Oh,
0: <laughs> Buffalo Rare Double Trace Extra Eagle. Yeah. <laughs> double Trace. extra eagle
1: well hopefully this helped you guys if anything add a few things to your list as to things you should be looking around for Um, ones you can't go wrong with you're not dropping a ton of money go out and grab them taste them you're not going to go wrong with any of the ones that we listed
3: yeah I think maybe we could uh, post this link in the uh, TRP Instagram page yeah and uh, that way you can get on there take a look at it yourself or just
1: just send us a DM at at that reload podcast Um, I'll shoot it over
3: All right. well let's get let's take a break And on the other side, we're going to end this podcast with Reload Recommends and Jeremy's rapid fire questions, but in reverse order. See you on the other side.
0: Welcome back to the show, everybody. We are going to jump right into rapid fire question. All right, guys. Tonight, let's do. Um, let's see. What, what order are you setting in on my screen? Matt, Joel, Stacy. Uh, best for first. All right. First question of the night. Name a groundbreaking invention. Matt.
2: Uh, the bread slicer. Very
0: nice. Joel. Bindi Straw. Oh, Stacy. <laughs>
1: I need more time. But you're well, last. last. You're last. <laughs> you're there is no
0: more so you time. You get
1: the most time. That was not fast. I mean, that was so fast.
0: <laughs> well, Matt and Joel are just very fast, okay? They're very quick. Oh, yeah.
1: A groundbreaking invention.
0: A groundbreaking invention. Like Why? a jackhammer.
1: I <laughs> do
3: uh-huh. uh-huh. Oh, that goes. She married one of those. Oh.
0: <laughs> Yeah, sure. actually, the the answer I was looking for was like shovel, hoe, uh, jackhammer. You call me a hoe? Ground. Oh, because it breaks. Gro- oh, Matt, good job, Jack. See, See? The he he got it after he answered after he after I
2: gave the gears some time to spin. You have to figured loop it loop out? There. You're like
0: a All right. Candy. Would you rather eat no? Would you rather eat no candy at Halloween or no turkey at Thanksgiving? Ooh. Matt, no candy. Easy one. Joel, no candy. Oh, Stacy, no candy. Wow. It's curmudgeons. Okay.
2: <laughs> I know you hate turkey, Jeremy, but you're in the minority on that.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I dislike certain, I, I dislike a whole turkey cooked together. I'll put it that way. stuff especially. All right, guys.
1: He likes Name to dismember them.
0: Ooh, it's movie time. I do like to dismember them. Oh, Name good. that movie. Bullied kid with birth defects proves that people are only nice to you when they need something. Whoever has the answer, just pop out.
1: Bully kid. Goonies.
0: No. That's <laughs> bullied bullied kid with birth defect
1: yeah, sloth. proves
0: that he people are kid, only nice adult. to you when they need something. It is not the Goonies. Well he could have been a and, teenager. And sloth is not a kid. <laughs> <It's> like Jack. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, would you guys look like at him? No, yeah, yes. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. A
1: good. small one.
0: It it's a Christmas movie. Holy
3: kid.
1: Tiny Tim, the Christmas Carol! Oh, wait.
0: Uh, about Rudolph, are you? Yes, no! Rudolph the Red Nosed oh, Reindeer. <laughs> That's a reindeer, not a kid. He's a kid, right? A kid? He's a kid reindeer? Come on now. <laughs>
2: a, I guess I if you fawn. had said a, a tiny reindeer, it would have given it away.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, birth defects. <laughs> <laughs> A tiny reindeer with a glowing nose. <laughs> we'll movie? Get that one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. What do you think is the greatest confectionery on the market, and why Ferrero Rocher? Matt, uh,
2: Reese's Pieces, not Ferrero Rocher.
0: Really? Yeah, I don't think you understood the question, Joel. Ferrero Rocher. Perfect answer. I mean, ten out of ten. <laughs> there,
3: we're on the same page.
0: <laughs> Stacy,
1: so many good ones. Ferrero Rocher is probably up there, though. No way.
0: I don't know if you guys saw my story from tonight, appe- but I, yeah, I was just, just appeasing. earlier. I was just
3: appeasing, Jeremy. <laughs> Favorite one is Reasons Chocolate Chews.
1: I want to okay. know why Reese's Pieces, though. Like, there's so many other ones that are more exciting. Why are you hating on Matt's You like, okay, I don't know. Like, you really, like, you just get so much out of those, like, over, like, a Snickers or, like, a Milky Way or... No, no, hang
3: on, hang on. Okay. Matt how do you eat the Reese's Pieces? This will be the hell I think
2: right here. the most important thing is how do you say Reese's Pieces? Why does everybody say Pieces?
3: do <laughs> <laughs> <They're> like Pieces.
2: <laughs>
0: Wait, the Reese's Reese's Pieces are just uh, knockoff M&M's, right? No. <laughs> Whoops. Those are like the little M&M looking things, right? Everyone says Pieces every time and I don't understand why. Matt, en- enough about your PCs, okay? We need to hear Stasis' answer.
1: I did. I said Ferrero Rocher, but I mean, I-, I like Caramellos, to be honest. I like Junior Mints.
3: Yo, did okay. Lindor not hold a candle
1: to the, uh... No, no, it's... it's no. A, a Ferrero Rocher is like a Lindor, but with, like, the little crunchies in it, the hazelnuts, it's delicious. All
0: right. Well, you know, Ferrero Rocher is owned by Nutella. It's Nutella inside of them. Uh, All
3: right, uh, Matt, I have to know have how you eat, you a... eat your Reese's, Reese's... Pieces. Pieces. <laughs> Reese's no. pieces. pieces. of Reese's. <laughs>
2: I just turn the bag right up and dump them in my mouth. How, okay. how are you supposed okay. to that's eat them?
1: That's it. That's Not the one co- at a time because that's, that's just cr- like, no. No. that's a tease. That's the correct answer.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Matt, how do you eat your feces, pieces?
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I missed
0: drinking on the podcast. This is great. All right, guys, next one. True or false? People who say that they like turkey bacon over real bacon are damn liars who can't even look themselves in their own damn liar eyes.
2: (laughs) I don't know who said that, but that's the truth. That's the truth. Yeah. Joel.
3: (laughs) Yes, that's the truth. They belong in a special place in hell.
0: (laughs) There you go. Stacy. Damn straight. All right. Next one. Is Dora the Explorer visually impaired? The evidence. She always has a guide animal, boots, and constantly asks the audience if they see things that is very visible. Matt, uh, I think the evidence says she must be. I think I have to agree
1: with
0: you. Joel, yeah,
3: yeah, she definitely needs a new prescription.
1: <laughs> the signs point to yes.
0: The signs point to yes. Very good. There's the shit in the basket.
1: Lulu has a basket. She has shit.
0: shit all right next one the earth is flat it just spins around very fast like a coin spinning on a table creating the illusion of a sphere do you agree matt no joel absolutely i
3: don't know what Matt's talking about
0: it makes sense like when you spin a coin on the table it looks it like a looks sphere like it. but it's really it's a flat plane so fast human eyes can't tell exactly stacy it's
1: got me thinking it definitely has me thinking
0: But not, not about Flatter series just <laughs> about other stuff. <laughs> just not over here yet. thinking no. about it. Pondering, pontificating. <laughs> All right. Regular French fries or sweet potato French fries? Matt. Sweet potato French fries. Those are delicious. Mm. Joel. No.
3: Regular potato French fries.
0: Have you had, like, some sweet potato French fries, like some Mike's Hot Honey drizzled over them? Ooh. Like... I haven't. Mm, so I've never good. been
3: able to get sweet potato French fries to crisp up like a good russet potato French fry. Don't worry,
0: buddy. One day I'll teach you how to cook, Stacy <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um, it depends. Like a steak fry, I don't like big old steak fries. If it's like those nice thin shoestring fries, mm-hmm. then 100, percent I'm going with the potato ones.
3: Wait, which potato ones? Like
1: the russet ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I do like sweet potato ones. I'm not a fan of the crinkles or the um, steak fries. Just in case you guys were wondering, what's wrong with
0: crinkle fries? Crinkle
2: fries, unless they're really are crisp.
1: If they're really crispy, sure. But if they're really meaty, like really potato meaty, I, I prefer the crisp.
0: I Wait, like this fries. is not another question. But like, what are your thoughts on uh, waffle fries?
1: I, um, they're not my favorite, Every, but I like them.
0: Everyone is shaking their heads, nose here. Yeah.
1: I- I like
0: waffle fries from like Chick-fil-A yeah. The only place I get them from
1: I don't crave them like I would like a shoestring yeah. fry I search
3: for the crunchy mm-hmm. waffle ones And I throw the rest of the taters out yeah.
1: Nothing beats a Magnum like, fry
0: Like uh, McDonald's fries Are much better than like Chick-fil-A fries Hard to agree Hard Homemade agree. fries with, with the Magnum mm-hmm. Final question of the night Are Reload Rubs the greatest seasonings of all time? Matthew Farr Yes of course
3: mr joel is blending eagle trace buffalo rare delicious yes it is
0: (laughs) very eloquent sir (laughs) stacy
1: oh why yes they are they're the most delicious things that we have ever created
3: i need you to like sit down (laughs) and write some of these out
1: (laughs) does dolly parton sleep on her back
3: (laughs) that was the best one that one was legendary
1: yeah. and with
0: that it brings a close to this <laughs> this rapid fire question <laughs> gonna throw it over to you Joel for your segment
3: alright guys that's right it's time we're gonna recommend things to you we think are badass and awesome so it's time for the show where we tell you <laughs> reload recommendations recommendations reload yeah baby how do y'all like me when I'm breathing it in like that Getting a nice. I breath. was
0: listening to the uh, the previous podcast uh, just today, actually, because I'm like, a day behind. And I thought you did a fantastic job on the last episode. That was good. Yeah.
2: good. It builds anticipation for the awesome guitar riff. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, good. I'll keep taking <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's,
1: that's epic. I mean, that is. <laughs> All right.
3: Well, let's get into this jazz right now. I want to start things off with Matt going in with Stacy, Jeremy, and closing things out with yours truly. So, Matt, what are we listening to today, brother? All right. This week for Matt's music, I have
2: Boston, Massachusetts-based American rock band, The Night Game. So, I first heard these guys opening up for John Mayer several years ago. Uh, They have a retro yacht rock sound that's perfect for these unusually warm winter days we've been having. So, released as their 2017 debut single, this is a song called The Outfield. Just dancing right there. I can't help but do it every single time I hear that song.
3: I like how we were all swaying like that, not looking at each other. Eyes closed. (laughs) It reminds
0: me of like going to the skate rink as a teenager and doing like the handhold skate, you know? That's just like. mm. So I I don't know if you
2: guys remember uh, a pop rock band called Boys Like Girls from like the early 2000s, but their lead singer, uh, his name is Martin Johnson, he actually started that band. It's like a more grown up uh, sound for him, but really. Really, really, really like those guys, and like I said, it's perfect. Like, it's starting to warm up a little bit, or we've we've had mm-hmm. some warm days. Perfect to roll the windows down and and turn the volume up. So check it out. Go check out our playlist.
3: Hell yeah! Always bringing it hard. Myth, 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 math, I sound like Mike Tyson. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Stacey, what you got, honey? Stacey? <laughs> Death, buffalo rare. No, don't blend this
0: stuff. It, it takes your speech, speech, it brings it up to 180 proof. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, Lord.
0: That's some math for you, Joel. <laughs> yeah.
1: If you mix a 90 and a 90 proof, what? does that make it 180 proof?
0: <laughs> Is that a- it
3: does. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
3: cr- croissant, you guys.
1: All right, so I <laughs> my reload recommends is a song as well. Um, what? It's, yeah, I, I'm bringing a song, um, and the band is a band that we already am, are featuring on reload recommends. But I had to go with this song because it's one of my favorites. Nope. Uh, it's by Kaleo, and it's like I, I geez, that's very rare. An Icelandic rock band. Um, this single uh, came out in 2016. It was a double platinum, uh, certified double platinum. And the song is called Way Down We Go. And where down we go? his vocals uh love that band and yeah
3: that, that's an excellent song but and I, i've heard it before and i really like it but you <laughs> said icelandic rock band
1: were <laughs> you thinking of that
3: video Oh, i could think oh, it was
1: will ferrell oh what was <laughs> the name of that
0: movie uh euro Eurovision. Fest, that's what it was Eurovision something <laughs> that's all I can think yeah. of Will Ferrell singing that damn song okay all right Jeremy
3: what you got boss man
0: so trying to think of mine for this week I was like what's the the coolest funnest thing that I interacted with this week and uh it's something we've all used before um jealous devil charcoal uh I started working with them again I got a few bags in the mail this past week and uh opening up one of their bags compared to a regular bag of charcoal is just night and day difference. I mean, chunks bigger than your hand, uh, fantastic to work with. Uh, just tonight, I cooked up some uh, some wings in the pit barrel. I did uh, some reload double action and then finished them up with off with a Mike's Hot Honey Glaze. Uh, real simple recipe. And I mean, just using that charcoal is absolutely fantastic. It burns hotter, it burns longer. It's uh, it's really, really great to work with. If you haven't tried it out before, I'd highly recommend. Uh, check out their website they don't have it locally,
3: or go to your local barbecue spot and uh, get yourself a bag. I'm telling you, dude, that jealous devil charcoal, the burn time on that stuff is outrageous. Mm-hmm.
1: It helped us break oh, yeah. down the wind thank kahuna i mean can you imagine if we were having to change out the charcoal as often as we thought we were gonna have to
0: there'd be so much ash it'd be so annoying Mm -hmm. to have to clean out those baskets and stuff um and then it gets so much hotter than regular charcoal it's so much more dense that the heat just i mean like i i had like after five minutes i had to close the pit down completely just because it got it was getting way too hot you know because it burns so much more efficiently it's just really nice to work with
3: i absolutely i i I agree with you. That's a great recommendation. So if anybody's looking for a good charcoal brand, pick up a bag of that. You won't regret it. So my recommendation is something I've been uh, really working hard on lately and and putting boots on the ground and trying to make happen is uh, something that I'm going to be taking you guys on hopefully this spring, which is your all's first turkey hunt. So my recommendation is going to be a turkey call, but just letting you guys know, I have been trying to procure... Different spots around here locally so that we could go get some content, film this jazz, get you guys on your first gobbler or Jake, whichever one but gets in front of us. But um, a call that I really love for all you turkey hunters out there, turkey season is um, just over a month away. And so if you're a hunter and you like the turkey hunt, I recommend you check out JT custom calls. He's a great dude, and he makes a slate call. He makes great mouth calls, but he also makes a slate call that I love. It's ceramic and glass, and it has is waterproof as well. So if it's raining outside or if it happens to get wet, a lot of times with a ceramic call, you, you lose your pitch. You can't make the noise if the call's wet, but you can flip it over, turn it on the glass side, and strike that glass with a waterproof striker tip and still keep going throughout the day. So that's what I recommend you all go check out. JT on Instagram. You can check him out at JT, at JT underscore calls. And uh, he makes some really, really great stuff. So. Super cool guy too. Yeah. Very cool. And I can't wait, guys. Seriously. Oh, and he's really helpful. Yeah. If any questions you have, he will definitely help you out. But guys, before we end this segment, I'm, I'm very excited about our turkey adventure. If you guys are, are still wanting to go this year, because uh, not definitely. O- I've scored, not only did I score um, a a spot really close to my house. Um, I've got another 50 acres that I got permission for us to go on. That's not far. And then in the same vicinity, when well, me and Stacy were on our date night the other, uh, you know, whenever it was back when. And uh, I ran into a group of people that we used to hang out with. Um, a couple of them are, are hunters. And he goes, I got 250 acres I lease. I don't turkey hunt. You guys are welcome to it. So, he's going to get me on it. So, we've got some spots, y'all. And I'm going to put some cameras on there, monitor that jazz. Whichever spot's the hottest it's the one we're going to. So, I'm excited about it.
0: Sounds good. Sounds good. I'll, I'll grab the bullet bourbon. Matt, you grab the hundred wings and we'll be ready to go. That's right. Uh, speaking of ready to go, Jeremy,
3: let's listen to your FWOD.
0: All right, everyone. Today's Fwad of the day this week. Inside of this month as Matt likes to say it. We're going with an, an old classic. Bouf. Bouf. Oof. This is the, uh, the French word for beef. Uh, you might know it commonly in bouff bourguignon, the famous Julia Child recipe, the red wine and short rib recipe. But boof, that is the word of the week, end of the day, and whatever else. Bouf. Joel, if you'd like to take
3: it away. Uh, uh, I'm going to say uh, boof. 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 <laughs> Sounds like a sexual term. Want a boof? <laughs> boof? Boof. your booty? All right, here we go. Boof. All right. Bo- boof. B-O-O-F. <laughs> like poof.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sir, I think we all know that is very, very wrong. Uh, come on. That's close. <laughs> boof. Poof. Come on. Y- you had some letters, right? <laughs> the B. Tell,
1: I got tell two. me what it is. I got
0: two. B-O-E-U-F.
1: Okay. That's boyf. Listen, I just <laughs> looked up B-O-U-F. And first thing that comes up is Urban Dictionary.
0: Ooh. It's oh, cool. I don't want to read that one then.
1: <laughs> it says to have sex. Croissant. Croissant. Do the good thing on the bad leg to describe someone or something as... F- on the bad leg,
3: yeah, <laughs> I'm not to bad, describe someone
1: or something as croissantable.
3: We used to say that when I was younger. We're like, Yeah, man, I'll boof on that. Anyways. Yeah, well,
0: that is it, guys. The French word of the day, boof. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs>
2: This is why people listen to the end of the show.
3: That's right. With that being said, this is the end of the show. We thank you guys for listening. We got to get out of here. We love y'all. If you're listening right now, hit that subscribe button. Do it. Do it right now. That way you can listen to that Reload podcast anytime, anywhere. Love you guys. We'll see you on the next show.
1: See you next Tuesday.
3: This podcast is brought to you by Reload Rub and Seasoning. Head to ReloadRub.com to pick up the full arsenal of our delicious blends, perfect for amping up your next meal. No MSG, clean ingredients, and a portion of every sale is donated to Hungry Heroes, serving those who serve others. So head over to ReloadRub.com and order yours today. What's up, y'all? This is Joel with That Reload Podcast. Do I normally do that? No. Sorry. We can go one more time? Hello? As, <laughs> as opposed to what? As opposed to just sticking with this intro? <laughs>
2: what? Yeah. Guess <laughs> <Get> your... <laughs>
3: <laughs> Shit. Down my ass. Okay. Um, sorry. Reed decided he was done with this ice cream sandwich that I told him or didn't allow him to have. <laughs> mm. And I uh, just left it sitting on the TV stand in a giant, goopy, melted mess. I oh, so.
1: hope you used soap.
3: I did not. I just wiped it up with toilet paper and ran down. Soap.
1: <laughs> you wiped ice cream up with toilet paper?
3: Yeah. You see when I shit. All
0: right. <laughs> He's Pretty- like, that's what I use to <laughs> clean this soft serve machine. Good enough for that.
1: <laughs> Yeah, he does. Uh, yep. Okay,
0: where the
3: hell were kel- we? Okay.
1: All right, guys. So, all right, guys. <laughs> Sorry.
3: We're going to talk about some of the dead, and we're like,
1: hey. hey. All right. be I- <laughs> Okay.
3: Micro machine, man.
1: Is that reverse? <laughs> yeah.
3: Ever- <laughs> I saw. I saw this guy. Do uh the Missy Elliott song, you know? Is it worth it? Let me twerk it. Put my thing oh down god, flip it and that reverse song it. Stuck in my head. Reverse. Like, I know, but then they actually reversed. The guy set, sung that. I put my thing down, flip it, and reverse it. And he actually reversed it on his audio track, and it, and it did the. <laughs> <laughs> he, he goes, oh
1: my god. <laughs> Because I did it. If you want to be, uh, let me search it found out How hard I want to work
3: you. Oh, right. I never
2: realized that's what that part of the song was, was them just, reversing her yeah. singing Do you
1: the think previous part. just going, i she was
2: just making sounds <laughs> I or did something. Too.
1: Me
3: too. I didn't realize it until he did that. <laughs> I'm just, I might have uh-huh. freaking blown.
1: Unicorn. <laughs> all
3: right, let's bring it back the, in. Jeremy needs a the good The mysteries bit. of the universe. <laughs> <laughs> yup.
1: Do it now. Yeah. Smash that button. Do it now. Do it good. <laughs> Boof! Smash subscribe button like you should. I oh, always said
3: smash that butt. Yeah, too. Right. Boof. But thing down and reverse it. It's zero for vermi- my... Wow. I can't believe that worked.